Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. New scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, Jared Hayne conducts his yearly inspection of his Campbelltown investment property. Brisbane CEO to enter the World Series of Poker after managing to complain about the late-season draw with a straight face. Determined to change their club culture, the Sharks pledged to finish the season without coke and hookers. Plus, we look back at all the action from round 16 of the 2017 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 261 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Welcome again to our new listeners. I've got some great tweets this week from some new folks. So uh, thanks for stopping by. And uh, yeah, don't forget to give us a shout if you're a new listener. If you've joined Twitter because you want to get in on the banner. And uh, yeah, we'll give you a uh, ready-made following of uh, instant rugby league buddies for everybody. How you doing, dude? Good, man. It was a fantastic yeah. weekend of footy. It was, it was. Even and, uh, even better in my house, because I packed the wife and kids off to Sydney for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I was actually the Twill Tourist this weekend. You were uh, watching watching most of the games, actually, watching all the games down in uh, Port Macquarie, New South Wales. Yeah, lovely. So it was good times. It's a, it's a great spot down there, and uh have a lot of family down there, so most of the time was taken up with family, but... um Old family, so, you know, they're done yeah. by the time the footy starts. So yeah, fantastic. win-win for everybody. They're the best ones. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I had a, uh, a tweet from Parky243, Alasdair, and uh, he said, uh, thanks for the shout-out uh, on the last week's episode. Uh, clarification, he's a uh, Scottish, studying in Wales, lives in Manchester, and supports the Storm and Rhinos. So there you go. I think I think I got the Storm thing right, and the Cronk thing right, but yeah. I think I remember there was some some conjecture over the the whales and that's Scottish right. and yeah. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Cleared that up um, to the mailbag for the week. Fat hairy lazy he said, "Is Benji Marshall's form this year an indictment on Mary's coaching, or a sign that Bennett can still get the best out of players? Can't it be none? I don't think it's any of those things. No. Obviously, the Broncos are going to have better players around him just to lift him in general." Yes. But I just think that he's playing like a dude that gives no fucks. Uh, it's like his career's been extended magically uh, for a year longer than he anticipated it would have been. And he's just enjoying it. Yeah. And he's just having, he's just having a good time out there. My Benji theory yeah. is, because if you remember, think back to when he first started to test the, the open yeah. market. Yep. Um, St. George offered him a small contract. It yep. was 300 and something. Yep. And he said no to that. 
yep. and wanted to test his worth on the open market. Yeah, he found out and he found out his value was nothing. <clears throat> yeah. And nobody wanted him. Yep. The, those sort of humbling moments, yeah. uh, I, I think, have a lot to do with the Benji resurgence. Yeah, very possible. And the fact that he's like finally taken off the dance floor by, you know, none other than, you know, Wayne Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably yep. going, oh, I am, I can play football. <laughs> you need me, you really need me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love, I love seeing the old, the old underdog, you know, picking himself back up off the canvas for one last fucking round. Oh, man, it's fantastic. Love it. Um, flying Red V-Man. Quick survey on group chat. 100% agree. Barbecue shapes are the best. Crimpies may as well have the Viking clap. Hashtag no underscores. Thank you, sir. I, um, I believe that may be one of the, uh, one of the first times that, uh, that you may have tweeted us. And what a cracking tweet it was, too. Definitive. No, fucking Jesuit. <laughs> Jesuit got to do with anything. It, you know... Okay, a chicken crimpy oh, yeah. is chicken flavoured. Yeah. A barbecue shape. Yeah. What does it taste like? A barbecue? No, it tastes like barbecue goodness. That's what it tastes like. It tastes like it tastes like barbecued fucking deep fried fucking deliciousness. Okay, like a pizza shape tastes like pizza. It doesn't really though. Oh, I mean, you... it's very tenuous. They're all pretty fucking tenuous because at the end of the day, like a chicken crippy taste doesn't taste like chicken anything. It it, it tastes like chicken flavored stuff, which like much like which, which much like banana flavored stuff and watermelon flavored stuff doesn't really taste like the thing it's supposed to taste True. like. But barbecue, like barbecue, like, such like a, a, a broad like fucking term. I fucking smashed some chicken crippies the other day. Yeah, but they're not as good as barbecue shapes. Uh, and they're still a very good biscuit. I, I don't know if I'd even I don't know if I'd have a second, but they'd have to be fucking close. I'd struggle to think of something I'd throw in front of them. Barbecue shapes. The barbecue Jeez. shapes are the fucking great. At least we can all agree that Dixie drumsticks are fucking the spawn of Satan. I'm pretty sure that Dixie drumsticks were the delivery mechanism through which AIDS first passed to humans. Yeah, there were people out there raping monkeys with Dixie drumsticks. <laughs> That's how AIDS got into them and thus got into humans. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, um, at OT Brownie, Donnie Brown, signed up to Twitter for some rugby league banner. Not here to fuck spiders or put socks on centipedes. <laughs> Welcome, sir. That's at OT Brownie. Get around him. And um, yeah, I mean, this, the, I, think, I think he's going to be one of these guys that can go. Like he'd be like, I don't know, man. People hit him. Do you know who the last genu- genuine rookie was? Who was Giannis? Yeah, well, well you know, I mean, we've had we've had a few newbies this year, though. You got you to understand. Whole fucking egg, egg council underscore. Yeah, 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 true. But you got to understand when when these fucking OG people, yep. you know, try and stand up to you, just just go nose to nose, just toe to toe. You can't. You don't can't back show, down. You can't show fear. Yeah. Like, uh, and then, and like, bless his bless his heart, Parky two four three. He jumped in like after the Cronulla game. I started fucking gobbing off to, to 
<laughs> coming off the special K. And, yes. Yeah, you know, we are we are we are friends in real life, <laughs> not just internet friends. There is but a he, history. But he, he's there's history between yeah, and then so he said he and he sent a tweet like with a screenshot like he's going to delete this week in league from his <laughs> podcast app or whatever. <laughs> and bless Parky for jumping in, going you know. Soft. <laughs> defending our Soft. defending our honour, but uh, yeah, he, he would yeah he he'll, he'll never shake us though. So it was all good. It was just a bit of bands. Um special K, but I like, like that. I he's like, like herpes. And you guys jumped in like fucking. How dare you? Yeah, that's fantastic. He's representing like you know, very early in the piece, which is great to see. Like imagine if Fitbit Milf Man was around now. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, where are we? Our pop. Sh- did you see the Ben Roberts special over the weekend? Tried to pass it in goal and went straight to the opposition to score. LOL, that was fucking fantastic. Look, in his defence, well, actually, it's probably in the defence of every guy who's ever passed in the in goal area and fucked it, like, absolutely <sighs> fucked the pooch. It, I can see why it seems like a good idea because the winger or whoever was fucking way over there. Yeah. And if it had found his hands, it was probably 110 metres to the try yeah. line. But. <laughs> <laughs> When the fucking dude plucks it out, I mean that was good hands to, to pluck it out. I mean that was great. Oh, yeah, like he had to re- he had to reach high for that yep. and pluck and like very quick reflexes. So uh, whoever the try scorer was, I forget who it was, but just tremendous. Um, but yeah, his, his risk reward mechanism is fucked. It's not tuned. It's cooked. Yeah, but, but like that's Ben Roberts. Like I don't know if it's uh, fair to say that that one play encapsulates Ben Roberts. But he's he's had a lot of shit. He's he's had a lot of grog shit in his career. Let's face it. Yes. But uh, that was tremendous. And the other one, the, the highly committed one, goes to. I saw the video getting spread around, like, oh, this amazing try-saving tackle from Jack Littlejohn in Reggie's. I mean, the Balmain are up, you know, eighteen twelve with a couple minutes left in the in the Reggie's game, and Edric Lee break down the sideline he's over the try line all they has put the ball out and Little John sort of comes in with like a fucking RKO out of nowhere like yeah, sort of it, swings around his head and somehow gets under the ball and yeah. <laughs> and stops him from grounding it it was it was a fantastic effort but I think that the fantastic effort is overshadowed just a little bit by how fucking retarded Edric Lee is he could have dived over the Superman dived over the line can I tell you planted the ball he, oh, I just don't know the, the fucking guy the greatest follow up from that I yeah. saw was um, our good friend Shunter? Yeah. Throughout that, um, he, he uh, someone had posted that video. On, oh yes. On Facebook. Yeah. Now, if we got listeners who are Facebook people, I commend you, and I respect your choice of internet hangouts. Please move to Twitter post haste, so um, this does not apply to you. But yeah whereas everyone that we saw that saw that video was you know oh Jesus Christ looking at it and appreciating what it was yep the Facebook crew started going off about how it was an illegal high tackle and could have potentially broken his neck and little John should be sent off and it, the it's <sighs> it's hilarious the way and like I like if that had have been like my player that that was tackled and didn't score the try or whatever, I would have. Yeah, of course, on Twitter you're gonna gronk it up and you would say shit like that. Yeah, like penalty try, blah blah. But when people, the thing I find about Facebook is people are sincere about that shit. Yeah, that guy that wrote that, he fucking meant that. Yeah, he meant it, and that's just ridiculous. It's like when a drunk relative says something really racist yeah. and you start giggling and they're just stone-faced. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. 
I'll uh, I'll make the egg. And it's funny when I when I copy and paste the tweets into this document that I use for my notes each week, it actually fucking it actually it actually months up his his handle is so fucked that it actually for some reason the copy and paste it actually fucks it up completely so it's not it's not that I don't want to read it because I don't don't get me wrong I do not want to read it but also can't because it's actually fucking backwards or something um, so yeah but still lots of underscores and sevens and eights and shit and you know looking if, you, if you're not following already then you know please do but uh, yeah check our mentions um, proof of Tigers in decline they've won more games than the Knights and are still below them on the ladder Ooh, that yes. is quite a trick. Super Grover 4, booyah, grand final tickets bought. Section 116-2, line up the tequilas, mofos. No, fuck you. <laughs> Stay sober. <laughs> and, uh, and, and turn up after. No, 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 no. no. I, I need someone to make sure I get off the train at the right stop again. <laughs> so what happened to you? With, oh, did, he, did he did successfully get you yeah, off the right stop? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Shunter weekend at Burnied me onto the train. <laughs> and Super Grover got me off. It's a fucking miracle that anyone made it to that game. It was just, to be honest. <laughs> if I had fucking got that that right in the Tesla, I don't know where the fuck how the hell I was getting there. Um, Cruzy zero six hyper bowl come early. Hopefully, it's a sellout at Newey, and it's true. I mean, the hyper bowl twenty seventeen. It just feels like it's a little bit too early in the season for it to be decided. However, Spoonapalooza. Either, either team would love to get that two points uh, because it certainly looks like that one of them will be the wooden spooner this year. And uh, look, I tell you what, the the, te- the team that win that, mm-hmm. they will go back to their respective places of residence. Yep. And that night, they will fucking sleep like God through the Holocaust. <laughs> It's true, and I mean it may not mean mean uh, a lot in the end. I mean, I think if the Tigers can win it, it probably saves them, probably. But um, it, it's because reckon, they got the buys and like the protection yeah, of the buys that true. the Knights don't have. So I reckon it's a bit unfair on the Tigers though. If they win, it's going to be oh well, you only beat the fucking Knights. <laughs> yeah. And if the Knights win, oh they're heroes. They yeah. <laughs> so well, I think I, I, for me it's more well you know you only beat the fucking Tigers. <laughs> As it should be, Dean K88 also Spoonapalooza. It's going to be on like neckbone next week. It just it it just pains me that it's not around twenty six encounter. Yeah, I know. So because you, you find that around twenty six already going to have enough uh, salt. Invariably, that's mainly Spoon- in Penrith. Oh, you know, we'll be like just looking to fucking shuffle the decks in the top four, and you'll be yeah maybe you might need it. You might need it to get in. You might need it badly so maybe you'll need it more yeah. so it could be so i mean and it just depends on the mood that manly are in that week i mean it's either it's either let's be who's in eighth now I, is it Parramatta? well fucking let the let the little fucking pennies that could let them go I'm, let them go I'm, I'm just ducking my head for the low-flying excuses here oh there's there's, there's not gonna Started be excuses already. we're already fucking rocking it you don't have to worry about that and my and let me tell you you won't be you won't be protecting the fucking <laughs> You won't be protecting a little four-point lead or whatever. At the end, you'll be you'll be looking at you'll be looking to score forty points in the last three minutes. Um, ah, Ben. So, finally, finding time to hear this week's uh, this week's this week in league. Looking forward to Origin rants. Are you guys really up for promoting our pods? Great. Of course, we fucking are, man. Um, and so he then said, uh, last year we ran through all the James Bond movies in order, with Spectre, etc. 
and it's uh, at Spectre Podcast. So there we go. I'm, I'm, I'm promoting uh, R. Benso, who's been listening to the show for a very fucking long time. Um, I'm not going to say day one, but long, <laughs> like years and years. So Spectre Podcast. And uh, look, myself, personally, not really James Bond guy. I mean, I've seen, you know, I've seen him here and there. I've probably seen him all at some stage, but... Um, Fantastic. If you're, if, you're, if, you're into, if you're into James Bond thing. Fantastic. What did you say? Universe? They've done it right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like recurring. You know, they've done they've done well with, you know, transitioning yeah, lead actors and things like and things like that over the years. Um But yeah, if you're if you're a James Bond fan, and I know many of you are, Spectre Podcast at Spectre Podcast on Twitter. Click on that and uh follow that and I assume you will find your way to the show and uh, I guess listen to uh, reviews or I'm I'm very I'm actually keen to listen I'll listen to one that that correlates to to a James Bond movie that I've that I've seen and and remember well just so I can uh, get a good feel for what they're about Uh, Ben R 47 underscore he said uh, this week's episode was the funniest I can remember Uh, firstly thank you very much Mm. secondly please have yourself checked for Alzheimer's or possible dementia. I was going to say, fucking goldfish. No, sorry. Although afterwards I did say, I did say to you, I was like, there's some fucking good laughs in there. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny, yeah. We were, we were really tired last week. <laughs> I couldn't tell you a thing that we spoke about, but at the time I remember thinking, fucking that was a good time. It's <laughs> the last I had. Parky243 uh, Parky said, Is it just me? I would rather Cronk retire purple as a one-club man than play on a turd bucket like West's. Look, Cronk can fucking please himself. I don't care what he does. Yeah. That cheating-ass club deserves no fucking tenured players and legends of blah or whatever. You know, he can he can do what he wants. Fickle. I have yeah. no strong opinion on if he should or shouldn't be. He's won a spoon there. He can do what he wants. Yeah. But, uh, it is weird though, like because we said I mean, there hasn't been any advancement on on there that, hasn't been that origin thing when they're saying oh it's going to be his last game and there's two days before June thirty yeah yeah so but that June thirty I mean June thirty only really I mean he can sign on with anyone at the end of the year oh yeah he certainly so, can so it's not like he's going to be yeah doing but a I'm, transfer but I'm I'm now more so leaning towards he's going to end up in media. I you think know. so because he seems to do. A, he, he does a pretty good job already, and he's had he's had a few opportunities, and uh, it looks like he's going to transit. He, he could transition into it very well. They obviously like having him, you know, when they can get him. And like when it, when you see someone like Cooper Cronk, and then you've got the choice of someone like a uh, Brett Finch <laughs> or a fucking yeah, is Cronk on nine or Fox? <sighs> Oh yeah, I imagine his woman could probably get his foot in the door. You know, uh, no, no, but where he where he's been, is he? Oh, I, I want to say I want to say not, um, but I'm probably wrong because yeah, I don't watch a lot of outside of games. I don't watch a lot of rugby yeah, league programming. So, uh, and when I'm watching it through the app as well, I mean, you know, it's, it's depends who you get in the commentary on and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I'll tell you one thing: it was great. Yeah, not, when when you're watching games through the app uh, and they're a Channel Nine game, the app tends to, I think, go with Channel Nine. Yeah. By default. Yeah. So it was fantastic down at the apartment. 
<laughs> and, and the kids are like fuck tucking out from long drives and stuff like that. So they they were gone, and it's like yeah, right, <laughs> luxuriate in actually having to foxtail to myself for once. Lovely, fantastic, <laughs> and not listen to these fucking idiots. Um, Cattle Dog Blue, thanks for calling me, young fella. It's been a while. Mad Dog obviously didn't stomp on Tuvi's head hard enough, and you wonder why you get no sympathy from this show, sir. Just keep saying, keep just keep talking. Well, the, he has given him some sort of long-term fucking brain injury where he now thinks that Super League's a viable career move. Look, I think he's just uh, just like just like Liam Fulton and uh, and and other players that have just like gone, you know, even, even Blake Green, just like that. You, you go over there just to keep you just keep your head in the game, and then come back when the opportunities, like you know, Nathan Brown, so the same sort of thing. You, you go over there, keep 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 yourself in the game, and then you come over when an opportunity. And like, let's face it. Ivan Clear at this stage, <laughs> he's not looking too secure. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, he's he's uh, piloting his team to a fantastic tank job for draft picks, but unfortunately, yeah, not in this sport. That's also like how how long do you give Brownie? Sure, they've had injuries if, and stuff, but how long? Yeah. I mean, with no discernible improvement in two years. Dep- depends what they've set as KPIs. So, yeah, if they've set none, then yeah, he's done fantastically well. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, again, yeah. You know, internally, and look, as a Penrith fan, I, I have this conversation a bit. Every time someone wants to throw up, you know, oh, five-year plan. Yeah. Five-year plan. Yeah. Five-year plan. That's true. You should, have said it. You should never say that shit. Well, again, it, it depends on what the KPIs were. For within that, was it? To but when you're talking about five year plan, I mean, usually when the, that's that's like premiership win in five years. That's what the, that's what the, the they're working at. Is it? Yeah. Or is it that he's actually talking about more than football, and he was reimagining? No, if he was the entire say, club. No, if he was to say that, that would be revi- that would be revising based on the fact that the five year plan has bore no fucking premierships or grand no, finals no, no, for no. that matter. Not at all. But what I'm saying, the, the five year plan was about the whole football club it wasn't about the NRL side it was about the whole football club now at Newcastle if they're looking at they're having much more success recruiting they're still not nabbing any yeah, big names they're, but pay, they're having, paying paying overs and getting dudes that have been assholed which is which is better than what they were, had before which was that's pretty no much one. the base level of fucking recruitment for a shit team though no getting guys who are assholed and paying overs for the guys that are half decent no they were calling cunts out of the mines <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that, as fucking great as the Rostock is, that that's where they were great players quotes. from. But um, yeah, I, I think Brownie's got a bit of life in him. Yeah, they don't make five-year plans like they used to. I remember when Des Azler fucking had a five-year plan and they won the premiership in the fourth. Fantastic. So uh, that's how you how you uh, did he set ha- goals and achieve. Did them. he build a center of excellence? You know, I mean, every anyone who builds a center of excellence, it's pretty much. Did he do in it the on their own ground. dollars without help from the government? Of course he did. He built the Centre of Excellence. Well, no, no, he didn't build a Centre of Excellence. Centre of Excellence is something that people build so they've got something to show when their fucking on-field results bear no fruit. Are the, For example, the Gold Coast Titans. I mean, fuck, they don't even have a Centre of I think it's Bond, it's Bond University now. They don't even have a Centre of Excellence. Are the Manly Northern Eagles the most valuable sporting brand in the Southern Hemisphere? Clearly they are, because they always win. No, the Penrith Panthers are. Yeah, that's poker. That's poker machines. That's not fucking nothing to do with sport. That's to do with fucking. No, no. That's to do with hardworking Australians pissing their their and their children's futures 
no, down the queen of the, the fucking Nile. <laughs> it's to do with the value. There's no fucking value, though. There's no value in robbing the very constituents and fans of the club of their hard-earned. If it's fucking resigning. On, fucking, on, 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 on cheap, on cheap and, and, uh, and unnutritious... <laughs> Banquet fucking buffets. Tell you what, if, if it's if it's re-signing Corey Haru Wiranara, fucking oh. stick another twenty through. Oh, fucking where were we? <laughs> Fantasy underscore NRL CEO listening to this week in League Boys talk up their finals chances. Maybe check the last time both hosts made finals, two thousand eleven, two thousand one hundred and forty four days ago. Yeah, to, to which but I, that's both made the finals. Yeah, to which I replied. Um, you know, don't throw tiger stats in there. Yeah. He's not saying he's just not throwing tiger stats specifically. He's just saying the last time both hosts yeah made finals. But then back then one of the hosts yeah followed the West Tigers yeah yeah. So you know yeah that's like saying how many times can you jump off a building and not fly <laughs> <laughs> all of the times. <laughs> Dirt underscore a road underscore cowboy. Uh said he slammed a double whopper running to make a tea time last week. I had the same alien experience, except it was in the fourth hole sand trap. Golf is dead to me. What? I used to play a fuck of a lot of golf, and never at any stage (laughs) did I consider trying to smash down a fucking double whopper before playing. See, the, the the one truism about golf, no matter where you're playing, is... You're going for a long fucking walk out in the fucking bush. Yeah. Pretty much. And <laughs> the clubhouse is where you start and finish. And generally speaking, there's nothing for kilometres in between. So ideally, <laughs> you want to try and sort yourself out so that you don't have to worry about the green apple splatters when you're fucking 3K out. See, yeah, I'm, I am such a fucking bad golfer. I don't know if I've told the story on here before, but the best bit of advice my uncle ever gave me. Now, he's a very, very good golfer. Okay. His dad was a golf pro. Okay. Um, but he threw the, the story out of what he and his mates did, and it's now the only way that I play golf. Um, whereas you play your round. Yep. And every time you have a shot, it takes one stroke off your score. A shot of alcohol, you say? Yes. Okay. So... Um, you know, you you just got to outweigh those those really uber competitive guys. Yep. That bogey something they think they should have got, and all of a sudden they're three shots in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The great leveler. Oh, golf. Oof. Maximal Firth. Also, I did have that one in there. Twill Tourist this week. Ma- Maximal Firth. Hamish Firth. Uh, who I believe is a new... I don't recall ever seeing that name tweeting. So, uh, welcome, sir. Firstly. Uh, secondly, he said, I'm having some lunch and educating the locals in uh, Bagan in Myanmar with at Joshua underscore forward. Hashtag tool tourist. And uh, he's put a you know, Tigers in decline and vandalised <laughs> something. That is phenomenal. It is for that. And that has got to be 100% someone, the first time someone's planted the flag... In Miami, yeah, okay. It have to be. I, I can't. I, I, it's yeah, it's possible. That someone, but I'm pretty sure that's one that I haven't heard before. Um, Swiss underscore cowboy underscore seventy eight is not in this segment. I can put it in the folder in the wrong space. <laughs> Rusty hard up though. 
world tourist in Adelaide. I mean, I live here, but league is a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kim W. Jobson, representing in Tokyo on holidays. He's on hashtag Shibuya, hashtag Twill in Japan, hashtag 40 nil. And a very and a very artistic shot as well with the the phone the the the, the listing for oh. this week in league and the the the, the crowded Japanese you know street you know, as the as the backdrop very good. Alan Paul Walker said, "Looking forward to the green hoodie. Don't panic, rushing it out as it's too hot for t-shirts by the med." And he had the undefeated shirt hanging there by the by the oh. seaside. The motherfucker rubs it in week in week out. We're gonna need a bit of a. We're going to have to be twill tourists over there, I think. So what, what the fuck's he going to do? Is he going to, like, go the, the sleeveless hoodie look? He'll probably just, you know, just fly over to fucking England for the weekend. Yeah, true. Yeah. If we go there, we have to do, like, the sleeveless hoodie with the, the rocky midriff. At Highway. Thanks for keeping me entertained on my flight to Adelaide. I think I'm the first to claim it. Oh, look, let me have a look. You may have been the first to claim it. You were the first to claim it, but uh, not the only. Hmm. And so, uh, yeah, hashtag tool tourist, hashtag getting around. Nice. He is in, indeed. Um, now, the segment formerly known as This Week in Luke Dawn, obviously Ben Roberts was a, a big hit with his uh, in-goal pass for the try for the other side. And uh, Pops tweeted and said, Surely this weekend Ben Roberts would be suitable after that try assist on the weekend. Look, I agree. Uh, Swiss underscore cowboy underscore 78 said, uh, My proposal for the uh, segment formerly known as This Week in Luke Dorner is this week between the lines because of the Ben Barber signing. Ooh. So another contender. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll come up with something. We've still got a couple of months to do so. Well, really, you know, many, many months to do so. So uh, hopefully someone states themselves a definitive case. This will just this, no, this will just become a thing now. Just forever. The yeah, segment will just never be renamed. It'll just for always. Maybe, maybe a king will, maybe a king will rise like Luke Dawn and just make it undeniable. Who knows what Matty Parcell will do in his next year? What you gonna do? You get fucking signed to a team in Australia and destroy it because he's a fucking king. He'll probably come back to Cronulla. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You get homesick real, real quick, like in a couple of weeks. Actually, yeah, fuck. How funny was Sharks though? Like that. I mean, like I'm not saying Sexy Eyes is a, is a good player or a good hooker in by any length of the imagination. However, isn't it funny? Like they've just they've signed, sealed, delivered. Okay, you're out of here. Fuck off. If you had to pick a team to play, yeah. right? Yeah. And you had to choose between Sexy Eyes or Robbie as your nine, mm-hmm. who do you pick? Fuck. Look, honest, honestly, I, I hate to say it, but I'd probably go Robbie. Just because there is that, that base. I think his baseline is far better than, than Sexy Eyes. Yeah, okay. I don't think Sexy Eyes is cut out for it at all. And that's why he's fucking off to England. Yeah, true. <laughs> and look, you people who love Robbie, don't for one, don't for one second try and claim, you know, take that as an endorsement for your boy. Because you've just given me a fucking awful choice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, so, and I'm just trying to make the best of a bad choice. I still think that that team that I selected that awful choice for, they're fucked. They're, they're done. <laughs> they're totally cooked. But that's the choice you'd probably have to make. Um, anyway, we've gone awry off the topic of this week in Luke Dawn, so uh, throw it over to the boys at Super League Pod. Make sure you follow them on Twitter and uh, give the show a listen. Take it away.
Now then lads, Tom and Mark from the Super League pod here to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL this week in Descent. We start on Thursday night where Witness climbed off the bottom of the table at the expense of their opposition, the Lee Centurions, in a 36-10 victory at the Select Security Stadium. Witness were able to welcome back some more experienced players to their 13 and raced out to a 20-0 half-time lead, which they held on to in the second half as Lee mustered a little fight. Tries for the Vikings came more easily thanks to the evergreen Chris Houston bagging a brace and soon to depart Corey Thompson also crossed to supplement another strong performance from young Ryan Ince. Whilst the arrival of Rangi Chase proves to be just the tonic for Witness who have now won their last three home games. And on Friday the spoils were shared as Huddersfield and Wigan drew 19 all in this battle to make the top eight and was in fact the second draw between these two sides this year following a 16 or draw at the DW in Wigan this March. Both teams have had their fair share of injuries this year and Wigan showed their mettle by clawing Huddersfield back after they opened up a 13 to nothing lead early in the piece. England international George Williams' drop goal tied things up in the second half and earned Wigan a share of the spoils. Tommy Lulawai's later effort on goal drifted just wide with Giants fans' hearts firmly in their mouths. Also on Friday over at the Totally Wicked Stadium, Saints left it late to pull down Salford's pants and claim a narrow 25-24 win over the Red Devils thanks to a last-minute Matty Smith drop goal. Trailing to high-flying Salford 24-8 with seven minutes remaining, Saints bagged three unanswered tries through England legend James Roby, young flyer Regan Grace and our very own biscuit legs Johnny Lomax. Then upstep Matty Smith to slot a drop goal at the Hooter to score a dramatic victory for Justin Holbrook's men and a nice dose of Louis Karma on the men from Greater Manchester. So, at the same time, Hull FC took advantage of Salford's slip-up to move into second place in the table thanks to a 40 points to 18 victory over Wakefield Trinity. Trina had the half-time lead, having pegged back Jamie Shaw and Fatuli Talanoa's early scores for the Black and Whites. Leading 18-10 in the second half, Wakefield's Kyle Wood gifted a try to Jake Connor, and from there, Hull never looked back. Tries from the departing Mahe Fanua, youngster Janzin Turgut, and another from Jamie Shaw allowed Hull to dominate in the final half-hour and claim the point for Humberside. Then the final Friday night game um, saw third played first down at Headingley and the league leaders Castleford showed off their title chops for an impressive 23-12 win away at Leeds Rhinos. Ex-Penrith three-quarter Zach Hardacre bagged a quality solo try against his parent club in helping his current side Cass move seven points clear at the top. Adam Cuthbertson's try was little more than consolation for the Rhinos who also saw Danny Maguire simbin for descent early in the first half. The league leading try scorer and ex-Brisbane Bronco flyer Greg Eden added another to his collection for the year with Grant Millington rounding things off for the Tigers who must now feel that the league leader shield is virtually in the trophy cabinet down at Weldon Road and in the final game of the weekend played out on Saturday the Steve McNamara era began pretty much the same way as the Lauren Fraser new era had ended in away defeat for Catalan Dragons this time it came at the hands of the inconsistent but slowly improving Warrington Wolves who slayed the Dragons 24 points to 16 at the Halliwell Jones Catalan had led early on through the world's fastest quantity surveyor Jody Broughton but it was Frenchman Ben Julian who pulled the Wolves back into the first half with Kurt Gidley pulling the strings for Wol- the Wolves were able to do enough to register a win when Andre Savelio crashed over one minute from the end in a game that was far from a classic this was Warrington's seventh consecutive home win over the men from France and sees them leapfrog the Dragons into ninth place in the table
Yeah, and speaking of the table, all that means that Cass hold a seven-point lead at the top on 32 points with Hull FC, Salford and Leeds making up the top four. Wakefield sit in fifth on 22, three points clear of Saints in sixth. Huddersfield and Wigan make up the top eight each with 17 competition points, three clear of Warrington in ninth. Catalan, Witness and Lee make up the remainder of the bottom four. Memberships. Okay, so thank you for the people who uh, got in touch after last week's episode and uh, tried to grab the the last uh, couple of memberships in the various sizes. At this stage, I have to say, I have no fucking idea what's left. But the promising side is that today I received notification of shipping of the hoodies. So the uh, the fucking screen printers have over-delivered and uh, and hit their target a couple of days earlier than what they said they were going to. So I should have them tomorrow, I reckon, because they're only um they're in Brisbane, so and they're sending them you know by next day sort of thing. So I fancy that they'll be turning up tomorrow, Star Trek. So um, yeah, nice. So that'd be that'd be great. So probably need to finalise those stickers, hey, and then uh, get these get these memberships out. Uh, Good stuff on Friday. We'll start to get my Friday. In fact, what I'll probably do is probably uh, weekend might be time for packing and stuff like that. So we'll get them out on Monday. Um, so yeah, after that, then I suspect there's going to be probably you know three or four left in various sizes and colours. Uh, at which stage I will uh, let you know what's available, and then it's just a scab grab, and whoever wants to claim those um, can do so. Okay, news this week, and uh, news this week, as every week, will be uh, brought to you by the uh, fantastic League Live Sports Player, because we sit here before the show, and we're like, oh, what news do you want to talk about? And we're like, oh, I don't know. Let's go through, let's go through can League I, Live. Can I just put something out there first? Yes. A couple of weeks ago, and I completely forgot to read this out last week, um, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about um, people that carry their team. Yes. And who would be the the team of the best all time carriers? Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't read all of the ones that we got back on it, but I'll, the the first one that came back to us was the biggest tiger, as always, as always, champion, fucking fantastic. Um, so his team of individuals that carried their team, yep, uh, in the one, GI, Mark Gaznia. I think he must be talking Geite Souths. Yeah, probably. Okay. Who? When did Gaznia fucking carry anybody though? I don't feel like he carry. I don't feel like he yeah. qualifies. I'm not going to debate each and every one. No, I'm just saying it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, three's Hayne. Which, if you think about Boy, that, 2009, 2009. Absolutely, yes, yes. Um, Freddie, in the four. Fuck! I just, I just feel like with Freddie, I just feel like. He never had to carry, yeah, the entire team. He had good. He, he always had a pretty good team around him. Whether it was like the young Panthers or yeah. you know, the golden years that he had with East with as well. the Roosters, yeah. Um, five is semi. Well, certainly at times, you know, yeah, can yeah can win a match. Um, <clears throat> six is Lewis. I think he means Wally. 
Yeah, look, Wiley probably had the would have had to have carried the Gold Coast. Oh, I was thinking Parker, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. So yes, he did. Uh, in the seven is Joey. Yeah, he carried a team. Yeah, to a premiership. Yep. Um, in the eight is Ciro. I'm assuming senior. Yeah, I guess. Ciro, uh, yeah, but really. I just never feel like Ciro was like the guy alone. Yeah, again, because it's kind of like he, he was because he was a was, blocker. He had a great team. Yeah, but also it was always like Ciro and blocker. You know, like yeah. the, he, he wasn't like he he was never doing it alone in the forwards. No, I mean, he had fucking Steve Edmed with him for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, in the nines, Cameron Smith. Yeah, again, who's he ever had to fucking carry though? Yeah. Let's be real. Like, North Devils, maybe. I don't, maybe even then he would have fucking English and dudes. Yeah, he had four salary caps around him. Eleven. Yeah. Um, Menzies. Yeah, look, I don't feel like Beebs ever had to carry to carry a side either. Uh, the twelve is Artie Beatson. Maybe spiritually. Yeah. Um, and like watching Artie week in week out is before my time too. So yeah, like it's hard, it's it's really hard to say. Um, and last is uh, Wayne Pierce. That's I mean like yeah. the, I'm not going to argue with the biggest tiger about guys. That, I, I am going to argue on zero point, but yeah, I just don't. Yeah, yeah. I'll give I'll give you I'll give you GI at South. So I'll give you Hayne. I'll, I'll, give I'll give you, you Joey in like 2015 or 2016 yep. or so, you know, whatever. I'll give you Joey. Isn't it funny? There's a bunch of people carrying the eels. Yeah. So that's it. If you think you've got a team of uh, individuals that could carry a team, or that had to, is it that they could? They, like they had to. They had they, to. They've they've gone through periods where they've had to had to yeah. carry teams. So hit us up. More next week. Awesome. A fucking tragedy. I just had a, a push notification from fucking Pokemon saying Ugh. that fucking saying that my fucking Red Gyarados got kicked out of the takeaway near the hotel in Port Macquarie where I was staying. <laughs> been holding that gym down for fucking days now while I've been back in Brisbane. Um, Alright, so what, <laughs> off the subject, fucking news. So, with the news this week, I think the, the first one, massive homage needs to be paid to the great man Matthew Ballin, who uh, retired this week after playing about three minutes for the West Tigers over the last two seasons, I think it's a tragedy the way that his career ended. Uh, he should have he should have finished up uh, at Manly, but it wasn't to be. You know, thanks to a pack of cunts. But um, <clears throat> it's uh, for a dude that was just the, that played with such continuity throughout his career. It's just a, it's just a shame that he, like it had to end like you know injury wise and you know things like that because he um <laughs> yeah he played 182 straight games for Manly and I mean so for a dude like to get fucking crueled out by injury at the end uh, after that sort of thing it's not like he's a dude where he gets a fucking rest every every second week or whatever and unfortunately sort of faded away yeah yeah like, exactly you know, he, the uh, Queensland Origin player yep a, a far superior winning rate winning uh, win loss ratio. Um, than any any Queensland hooker, yeah, um, passes the ball backwards, exactly, and uh, undeniable. Yeah. You know, that's a, just a, a a fantastic quality to have. <laughs> well, actually, probably not. It's probably no. <laughs> it's probably what kept him from being the full time <laughs> Queensland hooker. <laughs> but um, great, 
great guy and uh, yeah, much respect. Obviously, I'll never forget he was the first try scorer in the 2008 Grand Final. Got the ball rolling, you know, in that in that hammering. And uh, my personal favourite moment though was um, at a post-match function. I mentioned on the show before um, that a post-match function after after Manly beat the Broncos and and the first thing out of his mouth was. Um, Fuck, I love beating those cunts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I thought, well, you're my kind of people, Matthew. <laughs> and so I wish him all the best. Uh, I hope he gets a, a glorious uh, farewell at Manly as well. I hope they do something for him there because, I mean, obviously he was far more of a Manly player than he was with the Tigers. Yeah. Um, Have to check with DCE. He runs mate, a place now. He loved Matt. Everyone loved Matty Ballon, though. And for that article, that article about DCE, though, I mean, it's it's uh, it it is it is true. I mean, there was a, there were, you know there, there certainly were were uh, were players that weren't his biggest fan. Let me tell you, but um, they're all gone now, and now you can see obviously the team spirit and uh, and yeah, the morale and everything is just like so so rock solid and a big part of um why they're at the top of the table. That, that article got to me a little bit. It's for me, it's just kind of like. Journalists always bitch about players not fucking opening up and not yeah. giving them access and stuff. And but yeah, you know, then you get these hatchet jobs and and uh, oh man, who was it? Webster. He's he's not usually the hatchet dude on players. I, I, I don't think he was trying to go the hatchet. Well, he's since come out later and said, "Oh fuck, I was over the top or whatever." Oh okay, there you so, go. So you know, I, maybe proofread your shit then. Yeah, I, I and read not it, let it hit public before you do it. Then I read it just as. Um, you know, D- DCE's, you know, uh, different or out yeah, there. Yeah, um, And that puts players off. Yeah. Or puts Queensland, the Queensland State of Origin team players off. Yeah. Well, let's face it, it, these guys think a fucking cracking tune is like, the yippee yippee fucking yeah. whatever. The, the quote that got me in there was, and, you know, this was attributed to a former teammate. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether that was an Origin teammate, a Manly teammate, or yep. a fucking under-12s teammate. Yep. Um, but it was uh, footballers like playing with footballers. He's a politician. Well, no, he's fucking not. <laughs> if he's got a jersey on and he's passing a fucking ball to you in the middle of a game, he's a footballer. Earning a good living like, playing what? <laughs> it. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, but the the funny thing is, I I haven't seen a lot of support for him from the Queensland fan base and I know that oh zero and I mean like I know social media is a vocal minority yep. in a lot of stuff yep yep um, and, and you can become confused if you tr- start to take that as the actual compass for what's going on certainly yes but um, generally you you find at least a small section who are you know well fuck the reality is he's the best choice yep it, yeah. no no and it's and the thing that makes it even funnier is that Broncos fans love nothing more than to fucking troll the shit out of Titans fans Titans fans in my opinion have a legitimate reason to bear a grudge against DCE yeah and if they're a Titans fan that is that qualifies for Queensland and and they're a fan of both then I can totally fucking see why they would never want DCE to to represent that side again and that's totally cool but I think even for t- trolling value, though, you'd think the Broncos fans would just be pushing it just to fuck yeah. over the Titans fans. Again, that, that's the thing, though. That, that's the beauty of State of Origin. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you'll never forgive a Blake Ferguson or someone of that ilk. No. But, but, I mean, that's not for anything to do with his play. Yeah. 
Um, That's because he rapes women with his fingers. I almost liked Paul Gallen when he played for New South Wales. Oh, I fucking love Gal when he played for New South Wales. He was, yeah. Um, you're supposed to be able to bring in a guy you hate yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's right. And love him for three rounds. That's right. So, but yeah, look, I at the moment he he, he clearly deserves it. However, deserves an origin spot. However, I fucking hope they they can keep this grudge shit going. Go for it. Yeah, Fear definitely. Some, I mean, I'm sure he would love to play for Queensland, but. The way he's been treated by Queensland, uh, you know, so-called players and you know, former players and and the media in general, I'd be equally happy for him to be like they they call you, you know, put out the SOS to DC and he's just like, I go fuck yourself, sink cunts. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll wait till all you fucks. I'll wait till all the, all you old fucks are out of the side, and uh, then I can run it my way. And that may be what ends up happening. I'll too, tell you what, the best case scenario for DCE is if they don't pick him and they lose. Yeah. Which I think, which which I think is what's going to happen. I mean, it looks like you've got um, Bellamy's pushing the Munster wagon pretty hard, and uh, the the Morgan, you know, wagon's always sort of been there. It's been, uh, yeah, you know, the Thurston, the Thurston heir apparent, even though he's nothing like Thurston. But yeah, I, I don't think you start Morgan. No, well, you know what? I love. They definitely should. In fact. Not only should they start him, they should finish with him and not have any contingency plan on their reserves bench for Morgan. Any well, variety of okay. contingency. If, if we're going that direction, then let's start talking Moses Embi. Oh, fuck. I actually heard his name mentioned by someone, though. Yeah. Fuck are they thinking? You know who that someone was? Who? Fucking Kevin Walters. I Fuck, put him in. I'm begging you. Like, I haven't spontaneously climaxed since I was, you know, 13, 14 and discovering the wonders of my body I heard that <laughs> 13 14 fucking minutes ago when you had a thought about Matthew Moylan fuck's sake you gotta keep your lies straight <laughs> don't try and pull that bullshit actually um, Giannis did tweet me and say that you can now buy uh, match worn jerseys oh really unwashed oh really yeah <laughs> What's that, that joking Games of Galaxy? Like, you buy one of those <laughs> on the auction, and then, like, you know, the next week you put it under a fucking UV light and it looked like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. um, two Dads has landed on his feet almost immediately after being cut from the Roosters for the the cocaine thing, of which he did not get a re- conviction recorded. And he uh, has been signed by the Newcastle Knights. Uh, he has a deal with the Knights, which will take him through until the end of the 2019 NRL season to resurrect his playing career. So, he has a hamstring injury at the moment. However, he will be good to go in a couple of weeks, and he's eligible to uh, start playing for them immediately. So, they reckon round 20, revenge match against the Roosters at Allianz, uh, could be the time and place. Yeah, the the revenge plan isn't too well thought out if it <laughs> requires the Knights winning for it to... <laughs> well, he just needs to have a great game, really, doesn't he? Like, he, yeah, he personally um, yeah, maybe scores three tries and... Like, was was it Dale Copley playing for the Roosters against the Broncos where he had his blinder, or was he playing for the Titans against the Roosters? Fuck. Or was Do it you Titans that? against the Broncos? Yeah, yeah, he's... Do you remember that game he was just... Yeah, it was Titans against maybe. Oh, yeah. fuck. There you go. He can he can he can play a revenge game though. Oh Copley. yeah, shit yeah. So I'm not saying he's the master, but I mean, 
Michael Gordon's can fucking he can play he can play a revenge game too. Only against Penrith. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other revenge like, games in in uh Fuck that's a good fucking point. Flash, if you're listening, and I know you are. <laughs> you got plenty of other fucking ex clubs to hate. <laughs> you filthy prick. Like, I love you to death. And when you're playing for Southport, I'll drive down there and watch you every weekend, but Jesus Christ, how about you upset Cronulla once in a while, you piece of shit? <laughs> you just bumped him up and then you finish by calling him a piece of shit. <laughs> <sighs> um, anything else that you really want to mention in the uh, in the news section? Honestly, I don't have anything else that I really need to hit no. on. No. The rest will come out in the wash as we go through the A couple of things have become official that we haven't spoken about yet. What's that? Yeah, you know, Cassiano to Melbourne. Yes, yes. Fuck, that's a scary fucking proposition. Well, it could go one of two ways. Like, when Nate Miles signed with Melbourne, it was like, oh, fucking, yeah, here we go. Bellamy, yeah. you know, drag the last few drops of you know, quality out of him. Nah, just fucking uh, punt him up to East. Yeah. <laughs> punt him up to East in Britain. Are we seeing, is this Benji Marshall thing the start of the part-time first grader? Up, up till now, if you yeah. were signed by a club... And you were a first grade player. Yeah. You would reasonably expect that you would play all the first grade games, unless you were injured or your form fell out your ass. Yeah. Are we starting to see coaches going, well, you know what, for at least four or five rounds a year, I'm going to need cover in this position, this position, and this position. I'm going to buy some dudes that can do it. And Yeah. thing is, I mean, you can't really uh, waste spots in your 25, given that, you know, the... the Maybe not the likelihood, but the you know the, the amount of injuries that do come through. I don't think you can have spots specifically on your twenty-five just for someone that's covered. I mean, it's got to be someone that can fit into your plans. Yeah, no, definitely you know, any year round. But need be well, you know, you you know that Bellamy's going to lose a certain amount of players. Yeah, well, I mean, he he can predictably say that he's going to you know he's going to lose the the spine guy. That, you know, as of twenty seventeen, you know, yep. he, he know. I mean, like for yeah. for someone. Like you know, a half back and or you know like halves, yep, and a hooker and then fullback or someone who can play fullback. I mean, you he would, he knows for a fact. You know that contingency has to be there. Yeah, you know, and and other teams probably have that. You know, have similar. Like I guess Cronulla need to have sort of contingencies for, you know, forwards. Yep, in general at the moment. Yeah, um, although you know, they lose other positions, but yeah, interesting. <sighs> I don't know. I just, I just feel like you know, he's just doing it just for the sake of a couple of rounds. Though I, th- I, you know, I feel like if you have a real Penrith of a season in terms of injuries, like you guys had you know, a couple of you know, yeah, a couple of years, and, yeah, yeah. And like we did, and you know, the Titans are having this year. That's true. You're leaving yourself, yeah, you know, potentially fucked even more. Definitely, especially if you, lose, especially if the guys who he's covering for are the only ones that don't get injured. <laughs> that is like that oh, is true. Oh, Benji, um. How do you feel about playing 30 minute stints at prop? <laughs> short. <laughs> yeah. But um I guess we will see. This 
This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips, news, scores, TV, viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. And don't forget to follow their Twitter account as well, at Live and at Sportsmate as well. And uh, yeah, they tweet from that one during games, and uh, that's the one you can hit up for statistics and whatnot, uh, and try and uh, trip them up, try and challenge them. Give me some good statistics to pull out. You have anything you want to talk about this week in the, before I get into the games, or no? I'll uh, I'll get to those in in the actual okay games themselves. So Friday night pub slot, the Warriors twenty one to feed the Bulldogs fourteen at Mount Smart. Front of a crowd of just under thirteen and a half thousand, the Warriors twenty one came from tries to Mamalo, Aish, RTS, um, Sean Johnson three of three conversions a penalty goal and a field goal and the Doggies 14 came from tries to Holland and uh, Fatala Mariner Holland two of two conversions and a penalty yeah I'll tell you the, the first Warriors try mm-hmm. Mamalo's 80, 70 metre whatever it was yep. solo effort he, he's getting a lot of praise for that and it was a fucking very good job yep but that only ever came to be because of some very poor defence out on the uh, and Canterbury's right hand side, yeah. Like Stanley rushed up that fucking quick. That and and it was that early in the game, yeah, yeah. and it was he was just so trying to beat far. the inevitable fucking season-ending knee injury. That's what he was. <laughs> I got to do something quick. <laughs> get a stat. Get a stat. Get a stat. <laughs> um, you know, it it was it was fourth tackle, and they had yeah. them pinned. Yeah. That that sort of thing at the moment sort of typifies Canterbury. Like the, the intention was good, I'm sure he meant well, but but it's just led to to disaster. Um, the the rest of the first half though was was pretty much as those two sides belting the shit out of each other, <laughs> which was absolutely fantastic. You know, um, you know, a cu- couple of hits that weren't probably the most sportsmanlike. Um, the the one on <laughs> Reynolds' soft organs, yeah. Was wasn't great, but um, you know, I, th- I think the Warriors did a good job standing up to the dogs' pack, and the dogs did well in most instances to to scramble and cover a couple of breaks that the Warriors made. There were there were two or three times I thought, "Fuck here, they're away again," but yeah. but they managed to shut it down. Um, second half though, the the try that Ashford scored was very simple. And I know it was during the period where the dogs were down to 10 yep. after uh, Jackson got sent off. But you know, it, it's not like that that try was related to space on the field. Yep. It was a kick in behind where there were at least two dogs players that probably should have had the potential to get to that or, or at least contest for that. Yep. Um, again, it's just its attitude at the dogs at the moment. So for the Warriors, Mannering was spectacular. Johnson's starting to get into his post-origin purple patch. <laughs> um, and, and for the dogs, it's just... I actually went back and looked at some... From a couple of years ago, like when they were an actual dominant forward pack. The start of the, the Hazlitt era? Or? And it was a completely different style of football they were playing. It still wasn't a half-centric, you know, as you see it Manly with DCE or yep. you know, Cowboys with Thurston. All of their forwards had support every time they were at the line. Yep. And there were these beautiful short balls. 
and the fucking defences had no idea what to do with them. Oh, and the interchange of of, uh, of offloads between from forward to forward, yeah, as well, yeah. It, um, and now it, it's just this, you know, one out, hit up, no one around. So sad days at Canterbury. Indeed. Uh, GT351 underscore John's first word, of course. I don't even react to shithouse efforts anymore. I expect to lose each week. Fucking potatoes, my team is. <laughs> that's a sad... That's a that's a, a shite state of affairs. Let me tell you. As bad as things... Uh, as bad, I remember back in like fucking 2004 or whatever, going to watch Manly play the Broncos at like QE2. Yep. And it, was, and it was reasonably close because I lived in Macrobat at the time. But And you just know you're just going to get fucking smashed. And still, every time, though, you're still always like, yeah, we'll fucking get this one. <laughs> Never went into a game thinking we're going to lose. But so when someone gets beaten down to that point, it's just a sad thing. Uh, King Olevius, the Warriors did more damage, just did more damage to a pack of dogs than Michael Vick. Hash back to the kennel. Oof. Hash Warriors Prems 17. Fuck out of here, clown. Kick at the hunt. Suck shit, Bulldogs. You were behind in those scientifically critical stats that you fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Warriors to make the eight. Wow. The <laughs> the fans are fired up. Uh, Bethany underscore B underscore 97. Even having Klein and Patton in their corner did nothing for the dogs. Ash, totally ref's fault. Might, yeah. I, might I just remind you, Warriors, that you are, you are literally going to Perth this weekend. Yeah, so. yeah. and uh, they're going to be left there in a fucking beaten bloody mess. Titans, 26, defeated the West Tigers, 14, out at Haynes Place in Campbelltown. A crowd of 6,891. They just don't give a fuck. I mean, a lot of the conditions were a little bit shitty, weren't they? Um, Titans, 26, came from a double to Connie. Zillman scored a try. Haynes scored a double, of course. Uh, Ash Taylor three or five conversions. The Tigers fourteen came from tries to Masters, Nofaluma, and Sue, and Lola Haya one of three conversions. Yeah, it's Jizzy um... brought Benji back at some stage. That fucking pass to where it was he was clearly passing to the touch judge yeah. and support. Like fuck, it's funny. I mean, it's sad, but all it's the funny time, all the time you've been talking. Yeah, I've just been hearing Justin Timberlake singing. I'm bringing Benji back. In my head, <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, that <clears throat> you know, you, you got to take everything you read in online and, and in the media with, with a grain of salt. But there's apparently uh, some tempers flaring at West's with the uh, apparent signing of John Connor, um, with Lola here saying he was promised fullback. Look, I think I, I, if a club was ever to promise a position to a player, they're fucking stupid. And if a player was ever to demand that they promise a position, they're fucking stupid yeah. and lazy. And uh, I think surely, as as calamitous as the Tigers are, I don't still don't think they'd be like, yeah, you guaranteed. It. I mean, we see you as potentially, yeah, we see you as in this position. But you would never guarantee it, right? Is I, does Ivan strike you as the sort of guy that might lead a poor Kiwi bro, culture bro, to believe a certain thing and not correct him? Yeah, honestly, no, I don't. Yeah, okay. No, I think that because he's the only one to ever extract anything resembling quality out of those shit cunts <laughs> in 2011. So so I, I actually think that he's he's the one guy that keeps it real. Yeah, okay. Keeps it real than fucking Jake Heckey. <laughs> 
Oh God! But um, look, in this game, the Tigers had a very good start. They they were up and they they were fast and motivated and they looked fantastic. The little Titans started resisting. <laughs> That's pretty much the, the, how. What well, I thought. Fucking nearly. Here we go. Well, that, Tigers are on. That first pass that Nagrama threw. Yeah. Um, he's another one. Like if if there's some way for Ivan to make him consistent. Yeah. Yeah, he's an absolute fucking game changer when he's on. He's got about a one to four ratio on yeah. this stage. I mean, even if you get it up to like three, three, two in your favour, you'd be happy with that. Yep. You'd be happy. Um, but the, I love that the, the Tigers' first try was, you know, a, a fair bit of skill and it was yeah. fast. And the Titans just responded with fucking Conrad Hurrell ram manning. He's <laughs> fucking. <laughs> um, he doesn't lead with any part of his body except the top of his head when he's yep. within six metres of the line. Yeah, he's smart, you know man. where he's going. <laughs> um, and, and then with, with Zilman, on, on the end of what was really a pretty simple pass, pass, yep. you know, fall over. Um, after the break, you know, Hain showed what he can do when he passes a fucking ball. Just imagine, that's Origin Series winning shit right there. <laughs> Now, I've just had the fucking heart-to-heart with Michael Gordon. Jared, Hainsey, I know you're listening. I need to let you know that the fucking commentators and the fans and the media jizz all over you when you throw the pass You don't have to score it. Exactly. You get just as much jizz. Score it or set it up. Exactly. meaningfully contribute very early on in a a movement. You are the sort of player... That if, if you are within a two-player radius... It's it's on you anyway. Exactly. Yeah, you've set it up. Exactly. Yep. yep. You know, so you, you just need to know that. Learn that. So it's okay to pass. Believe it. Um, although uh, he, he did score a couple of good ones himself. <laughs> he did. And, and he, the tries he scored were ultimately the ones that really just fucking buried them and you know, and put the game out of reach for the poor old Tig Pies. And, and again, I'd, I'd be wondering... And well, fuck. As a Gold Coast Titans member, I am wondering: yeah. <laughs> is w- was that just him taking advantage of what he saw in front of him, or was that him again getting up, playing at Campbelltown? And if so, yeah, what the fuck are you doing every other week? Yeah, because th- there was that was it the first try he scored where he's where he's sort of in the in, you know, towards the middle, just to the left of the uprights, looking you know, and, and he's sort of you know, stepping in and. No, no, that was the second one. The, the, second the first one. one, first one he scored was just a, that's right, a pretty yeah. simple, um, yep. uh, just beat him on the outside and come back. That in. last one was like it wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't as magical as that some of that two thousand nine shit because some of that was ridiculous when yeah, you watch it that, now. But that was the most similar thing to that that era that I've seen him get. do in a long time. Yeah, but um, yeah, he, oh. does, he does love playing in his house. Yeah, the the Tigers, the I don't know. There always seemed to be that their winger and centre all ended up one on one. Yep. With far too much fucking space between them and the rest of the line. Yeah. So there was never an option for anyone to come in and help yep. take someone down. Yep. And when you got people out there like Hayne and Harrell and and those guys, you you're gonna be fucking punished. And they're fucking Ethiopians, man. They'll fucking bite at anything. Like you know, when you're running yeah. at them, yeah. they will they will fucking commit. They will overcommit. Yeah. Easily. You don't have to do anything. And they're fucking... They're just waiting to take a bite. Like, fucking dying. They're gagging for it. Yeah. Uh, the biggest tiger. 
Titans had more try assists, more possession, and run more meters. <laughs> the James Cook system works. <laughs> Paul Mac underscore 78. Full-time score, cancer 26, AIDS 14. Hashtag NRL AIDS cancer. And this game was a... Until Haynes started, you know, until yeah. Haynes started scoring tries, this game was a fucking absolute nightmare to watch. Yeah. Uh, very close. I mean, like, a lot of people are on Twitter, like, I'm... <laughs> I've, I've turned it off and uh, I didn't I persevered because I just I love footy even shit footy but I don't know what it, I, maybe it's the membership maybe they put something in there but um, you were just you were riveted no look I, I got a soft spot for your your Jameses and your, your Connies and yeah and those guys so oh, Stuart Muller I have genuine concerns about our upcoming meetings with Newcastle and Dubai <laughs> gotta love Keefe an open letter to Uncle Ivan. Why are we such a fucking rabble? What are our last ball options? Fucking nothing. It's true. <sighs> yeah. Fair say, Lola, hey, it hasn't really uh, delivered what Ivan thought yet. Well, we don't know what Ivan thought. Well, he didn't think I'm going to bring a useless cunt over and just jam him into a warm body in the fucking lineup. Maybe he did. He's like, well, yeah, we're losing. We'll release that loose useless cunt. To, no, to may- the maybe else. Ivan's like. You know that guy where they're, they're trapped in the fucking bunker and the volcano's going to erupt and he finally figures out a way to use the volcano to, you know, heat something that saves the fucking day. Maybe he's trying to use the decline to his advantage. Okay. If he can speed up the decline, <laughs> maybe it'll just propel them into the future. To what end? Where they're... <laughs> There's, well, what I'm looking at right now is a man who's at a at a, at a loss to how his own st- example could possibly work. Yeah. Okay, I'll help you out. Let's put a fucking let's weekend at Bernie's a useless fucking cunt like Lola Hayer into the lineup as a placeholder to show Cooper Cronk how badly we fucking need him <laughs> to somehow try and entice him not just for the coin but for like the the. What would you call it? Like the the feeling that the 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 fulfilling satisfaction okay. of of saving. So he puts you know, he puts Lola Hayer in there. Yep. He then registers the West Tigers as a charity, mm-hmm. and Cooper can go and work there and claim the whole thing as a giant tax dodge. That's so if it was at a charity though, you'd get fucking Billy Slater running in <laughs> running into play games and taking pictures on on social media. <laughs> Uh, Bud Smoko, I'm with you boys. You just want the Tigers to win or score or just... It's like watching the little train that could, couldn't ting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, where are we here? Next game. Oof. The North Queensland Cowboys 14 defeat the Penrith Panthers 12 up at 1,300 teeth. Good crowd, nearly 18,000 in attendance. And uh, isn't that funny? 18,000, oh, it's a good crowd. Yeah, I mean, it's a good crowd for like suburban ground. I suppose. Uh, Cowboys 14 uh, tries to Jensen and Felt. Ethan Lowe, two of two conversions and a penalty goal. And um, the Panthers 12 had uh, tries to Corey, Harry Renara, Nathan Cleary, and two of two conversions to Cleary. Tell you what, even though it's sunk us, yep. fucking great moment oh, when, he, when he's kicked that goal. <laughs> like the, the part time kicker. I would, I honestly, like, if you, it, like, if there had been money, your life, or anything on it, <laughs> would, anything on miss, <laughs> would, any amount on miss, but, um, it, it was the moment. Yeah. 
Um, North Queenslander obviously missing JT. And, yes. you know, the, the, their defensive misreads are, are a different story, but, but their attack didn't didn't offer much sting for most of the game. They made Panthers look like um, a brick wall for a very long time. No, well, they are. Not so much. Yeah. Took Not a so kick much. to beat us. Yeah, well, actually, when it wasn't the kick that beat you, I mean, it was the it was the fact that you had fucking Stevie Wonder out there on the wing fucking... Who's <laughs> doing that look with Stevie Wonder's playing? No, <laughs> that tied the game. I'm saying a kick to win. Oh, okay. The conversion, conversion. to, the conversion to yes. win. Yes. I think it was more the try. That, brick you know, brick wall can't stop a conversion. Um, but it, it was Penrith's game to lose. And I don't want to take anything away from the Cowboys. They stuck in there till the end and, and played very, very good football. But... But Penrith lost that game through, surprise, surprise, stupid errors, stupid penalties, fucking walking them out of their own end. And I really hope that this was a reality check for the team. You know, they've they've come on and they started their undefeated march towards the the Premiership. But let's be real here, they, they beat Newcastle and... Canterbury and, yeah. and an out of form Canberra, and the Warriors after you know giving up a yeah. fucking tremendous amount of yeah. So yeah. Um, there's a, a couple of things that again I I still don't understand why they haven't been addressed by the coach, and if they have been addressed by the coach, I don't understand why players aren't being dropped or yeah or having it explained differently. Yep, yeah. you know. Like, do we only just now realise that Nathan Cleary only understands fucking ancient Aramaic and that's why he's not, you know, kicking for repeat sets on fifth tackle? <laughs> he just doesn't understand. Um, good to see him running again. You know, he scored a, a very, very good solo try. That fucking try too. I, I reckon you could line that try up ten times, send it up to the bunker ten times, and I reckon you'd get fucking different... different Results depending on who was in there every single time. No, I reckon you would get the same result as long as as long as they had the same angles. Yeah, because maybe, what, depending on how. I mean, like did, that was that was just one of those ones where I just I remember sitting yeah. there thinking, "Fuck!" And there's just there's they they just gonna find a reason to say not nah, to like to come up yeah. with something about why not. The the thing is though, there was one angle that showed the right hand come off the ball. Yep, it did. The right hand came off the ball and then went back onto it. Yep. However. The other angle showed that the left hand, before the right hand comes off, the left hand goes on. Yep. And it doesn't leave. Yep. So there is a hand on there. Oh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's any so. problem with it, but I'm just saying, like, that's that's exactly the sort of fucking thing yeah. that the bunker just loves to fucking come back inconsistently about. Loves it. So there was right hand. Yep. Both hands. No right hand. So there wasn't a stage where he actually lost control. No, but it just it just it didn't look good. Though, you know what no, I mean? It like it, just, it looked it looked messy, and then rolling it like you know, playing it early, and then rolling it over the line and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. I was just like, "Fuck me!" They're going to find a way. A way. They're going to find an excuse um, here. But you know, with with Moylan, it looks as if again that the the first couple of weeks he had in the six, yeah, he was playing what was in front of him. Now stuff looks a little bit pre-planned. Now he's playing the last three minutes against Canberra. Every, every match, yeah. And it worked again, though. I mean, you had the try of fucking oh, Harrow yeah. again. It worked. No, no, definitely. But <laughs> the the thing is, you know, if you are always yep. running on that left-hand side and you're yep. flicking back in for Yo or, yep. or Peachy or whoever's yep. running off you, 
people will watch a video on that. Yeah. And they'll read it. Yep. And so that's why you need a couple of other tools in the arsenal. Yep. That if they rush up on your support player, then you go through yourself, which mm-hmm. he's capable of. Yeah. Or if they've come in to shut down the angle runner and there's space outside. Exactly. Just put a kick through. Out and, yeah, or put you a know, kick through behind. Yeah. There's so many different things, but he, he needs a little bit more time to, to learn that. And he's only two games in, but... Um, he's so young no, as well. Exactly. But look, and at this stage for him to be the best that there's ever been, you know, the, there's, there's only a limit to how much better he can get on this beautiful flat paddle we call Earth. Um, but, you know, for us to have 42% of possession and complete at 69% and go down by a conversion, yeah, you know, the, that that's lucky. It, it could have been a lot uglier. Um, JT away from Annihilation. Yeah. The, the other stat that's pretty telling is that the Cowboys, without Thurston... Mm-hmm. Had twenty five kicks all game. Yep, we had fourteen. So, so that's where you know um, we really need to be learning the best teams, the most successful teams. Like you look at Manly's resurgence this year, mm-hmm. based on the back, I'd say at least forty percent of of DCE's boot and his short kicking game to build pressure and. Well, and Green's Green. Sets. I think Green's got the most dro- forced dropouts. Oh fuck! Yeah, there you go. in the NRL this year. Yeah, so so yeah, that is a factor. Um, but you know the, these things will come. Undefeated uh, asterisk now. <laughs> At fat hairy lazy. Not even young Darren Lockyer could fight the amount of dumb Penrith dished up today. I yeah. didn't think they were that bad. Oh. <clears throat> I don't think they were that bad. Oh, it was a good game. The, no, the, the thing <clears throat> is though, like being a, a long-term Penrith fan. Yeah. We get these stages where that's out of the game for a little while. Yeah. Like the fourth tackle, and they're thirty meters out, and all of a sudden we're just headlocking cunts. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, at uh, Rishay underscore Rishi, four point leads with three minutes to go. A horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest tiger. That was an excellent game. Both Penn and the Cows were fantastic in attack and D. I hope they both make the eight so the finals are this. Well, there's a chance that none of them do too. I mean, I don't think that'll be the case, but, you know, it's a chance. Fuck, biggest tiger again. He's just such a champion bloke. He's also the biggest panther this week. <laughs> He's just the biggest human. That's, a, that's what it is. Uh, the biggest human being. The cursed chapo. Panthers couldn't even beat a thirstingless cowboys. Hashtag Panthers in decline. Honestly, I mean, I'm not even I'm not even a Panthers fan, mate, but I'm just gonna say the fucking nerve of you opening your fucking gob after your side. <laughs> yeah, I look. That was one thing that is fucking fantastic use of Rugby League Live. Um, he did. He, he made fun of us for not being able to beat a Thurstonless Cowboys. Mm. Or we lost by two points. Yeah. Within seconds, I was able to go back to the last time that the Bulldogs played North Queensland, verify that Thurston didn't play in that game yeah. either, and that they beat them by a thousand fucking yeah. points. So <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> anal. <laughs> keep it handy at all times. League Live. All right. Um, <clears throat> the Broncos, 30. Defeated. The Canberra Rays, 20. Down in Canberra. Crowd of just over 15,500 in attendance. The Broncos, 30. Came from tries to Oates, Glenn, a double to Gillett, and uh, Offengawe. 
of Kahu, four or five conversions and a penalty goal. And the Raiders, 20. Tries to Whiten, Croker, Kotrick and Leilua. Jared Croker, two of four conversions. Fucking Raiders. What about the 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 thing of the thing about the Raiders is that video going around with BJ? BJ? Yeah. That I just wonder if that was like that's heat of the moment or if that's like an under a an undercurrent point, yeah. of fucking yeah yeah because I mean no doubt no doubt about it oh, I mean that was massively hogged by yeah. by um the Techno Viking yes going back inside when he you know, could have you know, BJ would have scored un, untouched yeah uh, and to to the to their credit I guess or you know to their relief you know two plays later or whatever the you know BJ manufactured to try himself although it was right out on the fucking sideline um, I'll tell you what though, like in in the top one hundred list of tries that people had no right to fucking score yeah yeah that, that, one's up that there. is up there yeah but fucking they love that too I mean they um. They, they had uh, one one of those like against Manly too. They've scored it. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. yeah it, it it is really strange in there. Like, and look, you know, you you want to give Austin the benefit of the doubt. Very often, he looks like he doesn't know which way he's going to be running. Like he just sort of lets his legs go and the body follows. But yeah, that that had that did reek of white lion fever though. It did, and like it's like he didn't even look. To see who he had out there, it's just like he's like, I'm doing this, I'm going back inside. Yeah, look, I didn't look at it at the time, um, and in all of the times I've watched BJ call Blakey a selfish cunt, yeah. and there is no fucking mistaking what he <laughs> said. Fucking selfish cunt. Like it, he was um, I haven't even looked to see if you know, can you see BJ out there calling him? You know, is, is yeah. he getting the call? I don't know, but. Um, Nice little shootout in the early stanza of this game. Both yep. teams sort of going try for try. Um, but, you know, we we touched on it before. I fucking love seeing Benji like this. This is how you want to see your your old greats play. Like, they're, yeah. they're not as fast as they used to be. They're not stepping like they used to. But then all of a sudden they just throw this fucking magical pass what they lack in, in what they lack in the speed and strength or whatever is, yeah. is more like that you know, they make it up you know, with guile but even that like <clears> there's <throat> not even you know, cutting all the time but then all of a sudden like that the pass he threw for the second try yep was just you know, incredible but the first one I think he, I mean he's, he's, he's uh, the quality of the pass was overstated I mean it's just like turn it back inside to Oates the, the, who fucking smashed through yeah, like a couple of guys made it look that was all Oates yeah yeah um, <laughs> But it, the, the thing with Canberra that, that they always seem to be on the back foot. Yeah. Like the the bullet Benji pass was was a great pass. The rest of the tries they scored were, you know, it was again, it was like those similar, and it was almost like the ones Manly were scoring against them. It was pass, pass. Oh, oh fuck! I'm over the line. I better fall down. Like the, there was no actual close and and hold out on the goal line. Yeah. But the the defence was just forever retreating and and didn't meet him. So um, the, the Raiders last year were the, were a team that could surge at you if they were in trouble. Yep. Then they would get together and there would be this effort across the field and and it was led by guys like Papali. Yep. Who who would come out and surge. And the rest of the team would go with them. And off the back of that, that's when you had Rapana scoring fucking nine million tries and yep. everyone else. Um, 
Yeah, it, it, I am starting to think that there are some personality issues down there. And to, and let's be honest, I mean, the, for for if you if you were to tell me without that footage, if you were to tell me that that BJ has got the shits, you know, with whoever, and yeah, you know, oh, he's being hard to get along with, or you know, I've be- I'd, I'd believe you. Like you wouldn't have to fucking convince me. But um, yeah. That footage made it even more fucking damning, though. Look, but by all accounts, Blake Austin is a fucking top-class champion, human champion being. bloke. Um, BJ's fucking got runs on the board for being a shit cunt. Yeah. So, like, if, I mean, I'm not looking to point the finger at anyone here, but I mean, no, if I was... But even up to, you know, a couple of things he said about State of Origin last year. Yeah. Um, about how he should have been picked and yep. whatnot. But, yep. you know, fuck. Ricky, start managing your men. Yeah. Cruzy06, Benji relishing playing for a club with no baggage and bringing that hashtag 05 Benji feels to Red Hill. I don't think that one's going to take off, that hashtag, frankly. What's that? Uh, it's hashtag 05 Benji feels. It's funny with the, zero, the 05 Benji feels thing. I mean, don't, don't forget, I mean, Benji was actually good after 2005. Oh, yeah, he may have he may have got a minor award like a golden boot or something like that. Yeah. After that, just just so. But um, not the golden boot is some quality award. I mean, you know, they give it to Kevin Sinfield. So. <laughs> just saying. Sarge, golden boot, Sarge. At. Fantasy. Can we vote for the golden boot? Sorry. Are there any awards that the public can vote for? TV Week Logie Awards. No, no. Oh, you mean rugby league ones? Rugby league ones. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um. Look, I want to say yes, but what happens with all that Dally M shit this year? Now, because that was a rugby, that was, you know, it was like rugby league week, and and you know, they're obviously yeah, you know, gone the way of uh, uh, it's gone dark, so we won't find out yeah. that Matt Moylan's won it <laughs> for a little while. Did you jump on him? I jumped on him at eighty-one dollars. I didn't jump on. I'm not. I'm not a gambling person. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I've got enough excitement in my life without the fucking adrenaline rush. It's not a gamble. Money. It's a sure thing. <laughs> it's investment. <laughs> uh, at fantasy underscore NRL CEO, I wasn't cold enough in Canberra tonight to put out the red hot Benji Hunt combo. Time to redefine Canberra in Canberra. Yeah. Maybe it's just redefine Canberra being shit. I start, I'm stunned. I thought they'd be great this year. <clears throat> but they are finding their way to shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, at De Niro. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Ricky Stewart is a fraud of a coach. Achieved nothing except when following real coaches. So hang on, who did he follow last year? <clears throat> yeah, but what did they achieve last year? They achieved a good result for, you know, a better result than Canberra have had in some time. Well, again... But they didn't actually achieve shit. Like, in, in the scheme of things... Most improved. In the scheme of things, they, yeah, they, they overachieved from a lot of expectations. Yeah, what do they got to show for it, though? Fuck all. Nothing. Yeah. So. That's true. I mean, he did jag his fucking premiership after all the hard work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. Uh, Roosters 25 to feed the Storm 24 at Adelaide Oval. Good crowd of uh, just under 21,500 there in attendance. The Roosters uh, tries to Orbison, Mitchell, Tupo, Ferguson. Gordon, 4-4 four four conversions. Crucial field goal to Mitchell Pierce. Storm 24, their tries came to uh, Addo, Carr, Croft, Gooney, and Hughes. 
monster two or five conversions and fuck me one of those would have been handy (laughs) entertaining game this one great game I mean like it was it did start to wind down at a a point there where it's like okay Storm had got them covered and you know they've they've won the game and won it well fucking Craig David Jr going the length of the field (laughs) Um, the 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 thing and yeah fuck again two in one week the 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 list of tries that people had no right to score yeah when he fucking danced down the sideline like I, I don't know how much room that was there there is no fucking way. I think it was two guys in front of him, or at least enough in front of him that should have been able to cut him off and yep. force him back inside. Um, fucking quick. And then he had, on the other side, Gunny had his fucking go-go gadget arms. It was one of those tries yep. where he's out there and it, they've stopped his body, but his arms keep <laughs> going. <laughs> it, was just, it was absolutely fantastic. But, you know, being real about this, the Roosters beat a team full of kids in very key positions. Yes. By one point. Yep. Their middle was fairly weak defensively. It's so hard to draw solid conclusions out of this game because the Roosters won, but they, they, but they should have won. But the Storm... They had the game won. They yeah. should have gone on with it. And so that's a big black mark Again, on them. True. But if you take... You look at that Melbourne Storm team and there's it's the same as Queensland. They've got three of the best game managers yeah. that you will ever see yep. in our lifetime, probably. Yep. You take them out of the equation and you put kids in there. Yep. And yes, one of them is a captain of the Junior Kangaroos and you know the next whatever. But he's a kid. So, you know, he's not going to have that, that experience under pressure. Um, but the the fact that, you know, I think Latrell Mitchell really needs to tighten himself up. He's doing those stupid rush-up, yep. you know, going for the tackles and knocking balls down. Yeah. We, we, if I was a coach, that, that would be the most frustrating thing in the world to me, and it's one thing if you're doing it to literally save a try, like it's yes. you know you you've been caught out and you know in an overlap and somehow you managed to knock it down yes. when the last pass is going out. Great, hundred percent. Yep. But when you're just doing it, yeah, like you, you're see. rushing up trying to shut down a play. <laughs> yep. Fair enough, but what do you what are you doing the whole? Oh, I'm making a tackle and I'm they're going to call that a knock on every fucking day of the week. Yeah. There is never a time where that does not go against you. Yeah, there was a time Ever. there there was a time there where where, you, where they could kind of game it, but that's that time is long since past. Yeah. So. That ain't happening now. I mean, there's times legitimately where you can tell the dude has no fucking idea. Yeah. That ball's there. Exactly. And he's just trying to wrap up in a tackle. Yep. Too bad. Doesn't matter. Too bad, yep. son. Doesn't matter. Um but you know, Mitchell Pierce. I'm not the biggest Mitchell Pierce fan, but he fucking stood up here. He got himself more involved in that second half. Yep. He was touching the ball more often in the set. He was running forwards instead of his fucking bullshit French white flag waving sideways <laughs> crab waddle. And he shouldered the fucking responsibility. You know, and and here's him with and he cra- I mean, he wasn't exactly in position for that field goal either. But yeah, fucking sums it up. Yep. Uh, what 
was the prettiest one you've ever seen. It sort of dribbled over. Oh, still, still yeah. yeah. But any anyone that goes over is a goal. And look, I, I want to give him all the credit in the world for the way that he led the comeback and, 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 sealed, the, and sealed the comeback. But Roosters Twitter's fan, Twitter fans, fucking love love you guys. However, there's just there's you cannot in any way, shape, or form use that as some kind of rationale for origin quality or. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like suitability for task or the, the fact he did this in this game means that somehow his lack of closing shit out in game two of Origin <clears throat> this season, like that's, it doesn't minimise that, that shit game he had there. That's it. Stop conflating the two things. They're not, they're not the fucking same thing. That's why we have players who are fantastic club players who don't become fantastic representative players. Yeah. This, this exact sort of shit. You look at Dane Gagai, <clears throat> he's the reverse of that. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a he's a world killer. Yeah, and Boyd kind of was too, although he is yeah. lifted, you know massively in the club level. Yeah, definitely becoming indispensable to the Broncos. You know what they they used to say? That was an old um, an old uh, mafia saying. They said, uh, "Put put an Italian in uniform, and he'll run like a girl. Put him in a suit, and he'll gut you like a pig." <laughs> <laughs> so the blue jersey is Mitchell Pearce's Italian uniform. Yeah. So, and, and it it is. It's just frustrating because he has the skill there. Yep. You know, and and he took on the the responsibility, and he he's okay. Got got his fucking fingernails dirty, and led the charge. And it's like, man, yeah. you selected in the Blues for that exact same purpose. Yeah. You don't have to defer to anyone, man. You fucking you're there because you know they want you to do that and job. It's it's not even as if. The guy that captains him at origin level is a stranger to him. No. Right. You know, he, he's fucking to the left of him every yep. week. Yep. Um, especially after all the news this year of, oh, it's Mitchell's team and he knows it's his team and there's this. Yep. Fucking take the team. I don't, I don't think he does. That's the, that's the thing. Or he, maybe he knows, but he doesn't believe it. Or, you know, it's, he doesn't act like it. So And just act, act like it. Do this shit yeah, again, in origin and you can stay forever. Literally. Game-winning performance. Yep. Tremendous. And uh, you storm kitties. Yeah. Uh, I hope you don't have pets. Because um, <laughs> I feel they're too young to have children of their own. Uh, the Biggest Tiger. I remember the time you could be up by 12 with 20 minutes to go and you'd won. These days, 12 points with 3 minutes to go isn't enough. Fantasy underscore NRL CEO. Quick, someone take an audit of Storm Players Kids. There'll be a few missing next week. He's on hashtag taken four. <laughs> <clears throat> Leroy Brown, 1978. For fuck's sake, up by 12 with 10 to go and lose. Fuck, fuck, fucking rooster, cock, cunts. Fuck, only my teams do shit like this. What other teams do you have? I mean, if you're a Storm fan, this shit never, rarely fucking, I mean, this is like the second well, time it's happened in your life. Are there other, are there other <clears throat> sporting codes that he follows? I'd be interested to know because, I mean, I feel if you're a fan of the Storm, you've had a fairly good return on in emotional investment over the years. What's that basketball team that choked this year? The Cavs? Did they choke, though? I, thought, I just felt like they were dominated by a team that was far better. Yeah, okay. So, um, but I, yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. Because they, you know, they lost 3-1. Like, that was the choke. So they, no. should, they should have at least put some pressure on and. No, it's not, it's not really a choke. I mean, they were, they were 
they were dominated. I mean, they they got it to three one yeah. before they lost four one. <laughs> so like, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, no. This time, I don't think there was any choking involved in this time. Last the year before, we said no. The, the other team was up three one, and then they came back to to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a choke, but that was that was the opposite way. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I don't think you'd be feeling that way. But uh, yeah, like honestly, if you're a Storms fan, a Storm fan, they've had yeah, they've had some terrible times when they're cheating and got caught for it. But generally speaking fairly good return on emotional investment I think as a team yeah um, you know obviously a pack of cunts but yeah, you can't argue the success St. George Illawarra Dragons 32 defeat the Newcastle Knights 28 crowd of just over 10,000 at Jubilee and the uh, Dragons 32 came from a hat trick to nine in goal Thompson Dugan man with tries with at four of six conversions the Knights 28 came from a hat trick to Ross Dog Fitzgibbon and Elliot also with tries Lamb three of five conversions and a penalty goal this is a strange fucking game Fucking cruel game. Oh, well, just it's a, a cruel game of football. Oh, just a rugby. I mean, you think bad shit's happening to the Tigers right now? Not, not this though. Not that. Yeah. Dragons rush out to a lead. The, the Knights come back and fucking bury them. With eighteen point lead, and the Dragons start chipping it back. The thing about this game, the most surprising thing for me about this game was with all of the attack and tries being scored. The Dragons got that go-ahead try with about, like, 12, 13 minutes to go. Mm. And that was it for the game. Yeah. I can't believe that both teams didn't score another one each or, you know... I mean, the Dragons had disallowed one you know, a couple of minutes later, but yeah. but still, I mean, for the score to remain like that for the last, like, you know, 10, 11, 12 minutes... Try a the, Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, look, the, you, know, you talk about the Knights and, and what they're doing, but I, I think... They're looking a little sharper at this stage of the season than they were at the beginning, which is a, a small little positive they can they can take. Um, it, it's just now for them putting it all together in the one week, you know. Like they had their um, their game against Canberra, where the defensive strategy was beautiful. Yeah, you know they they kicked for the sideline and and gave up running around the Canberra forwards yep. to tie them out to set their line and really control how the Raiders brought the ball back. Yep. That was fantastic. This week, they were enthusiastic in attack, and they were up and playing the ball quickly and, and really battling for territory, but they missed 56 tackles. Yeah, the, 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 the thing yeah. about the Dragons' tries, the, the early ones and the other ones, they all, like, fuck, watch the highlights. If you, if you want to really like rub it in, but they were very fucking easy, yeah, <laughs> like like skillless almost. Yes. So, not um, oh, look, you know, the, again, the the Knights ones weren't much much better. They, they were no. masterpieces of no. of rugby league creativity. Um, but the yeah, you know, the the Dragons, honest, they struggled without Debellin, and and they lost uh, Paul Vaughan early. Fucking poor cunt did his yeah, calf. Yeah, he's, he's gone for, what, a month now, I think. Yeah. yeah. And a prick of an injury as well. Yep. Like, you know, you you do a shoulder or, or whatnot, and then you're only using that when you tackle and when you tackle on that side. Yeah. You know, that, your you calf, fuck, it, it's every step and every yep. every single thing. So um, I, I think Dugan was a, a standout for the Dragons. He seems to be a lot better this year now that he's stopped trying to be that ball-playing fullback 
yep. that everybody seemed to want. Um, you know, so he's just back to his good old hard running, tackle busting yep. ways. Yeah, you know, and and it showed and and it paid dividends for him. So he did very well. Okay, Mitch the Geo. That was harder to watch than an unlubricated stiletto. <laughs> he's going hash second half syndrome. Hash Greg Smith that half. And I was, I, I mean, like Greg Smith had the one game for for uh, the nights back in you know, whenever that was. But um, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, he was terrible. But oof. Yeah, Yanisana Mateus. I would rather be forced to watch Macron wank for 90 minutes and see him play for us. At least then I know he'll be playing by himself. You got your wish. Yeah, mm. did, did. Wally Frogman, like true council workers, they only did half a job and lent on the shovel for the rest. Uh, hash, high-vis merchants, hash, uh, we are Gareth Nightingale FC. Calm down. Heavy underscore Nova. How do we have any supporters left? We don't deserve any. And he sent that to the Knights, so that's a bit heartbreaking. I'll tell you what, fuck, they're fans of rugby league. Yeah. You know? They learn. They learn to adapt. They're working class people. I think people. they're starting to get the shits. Like, I think they've got a much longer fucking fuse than, than a lot of other fan bases. But I think yeah. they're starting to get the shits. And I'll tell you what, get, getting out there and losing to better teams yeah. is easier to swallow than giving up a 28-10 lead. Against a team that has been having trouble scoring. and Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you feel like, I mean, at that stage, you'd be feeling okay. You may be feeling like you got it won. Cattle Dog Blue, how much longer can I do this? No calls for struggling teams. Two strips, one for the go-ahead try. Or two strips, one for the go-ahead try. Dugan gets uh, yep. two penalties lashing out at the marker. You can't be ref's fault, though, man. Come on. I give them what they need. The mighty Manly Seagulls, 35, absolutely pumped the defending Premier's Sharks, 18, at uh, Reclaim Australia Stadium. Crowd just under 15,000 in attendance, and I'm sure it was closer to 10 by the 60-minute mark of this game. The uh, mighty Manly Seagulls, 35, they are double to Ciro Jr., double to Matty Wright. Blake Green, Dylan Walker also with tries. Matty Wright, five of six conversions, a field goal to Daly Cherry Evans. And uh, the Sharks had tries to Lewis, Fecky, Graham, and uh, three of three conversions from the lining. What do you say about this one? Mate, this one's all yours. This game was beautiful. I'm trying, to, trying to keep this one under three yeah. hours. So. <laughs> the, look, this this was a, a beautiful fucking thing to watch. Um, both teams were, were scrappy in the early stages. I mean, the commentators remember saying, oh, both teams started off terribly. You know, Manly fucking scored in the first time they had the ball, so... You know, not that terrible on our side, but just considering the, I mean, there was probably some, you know, some origin hangover for the for the Sharks to an extent, but they were, you know, pretty much full strength, and for guys like Fafita and Graham and the, to get absolutely fucking bent over and analed down the middle, it's just something that doesn't happen to this. It's this current version of the Sharks. That's the thing that doesn't happen to them. That's where they're supposed to win the fucking games. And for for guys like um like uh, Jake Turbo and and more especially Marty Tapao, his first stints are just fucking devastating lately. They're tremendous. I mean, it seems like he's doing like you know twenty minutes or whatever, and he's he's getting clocking about one hundred and thirty meters in yeah, like that, in that period, just fucking just smashing him. And I think he's uh, he's close to the top for offloads in the competition at the moment. And they're not stupid ones. I mean, like, I'm sure, like, someone, like, if they'd played every game, someone like Bryce Cartwright could challenge for the number of offloads, but if you only count, yeah. if you only count an offload as a stat if it doesn't result in error, 
I mean, Marty's he's fucking killing it at the moment. Um, Ciro was great. I mean, he was he was right place, right time. You know, uh, for that first uh, brilliant pass from Cherry Evans for the first try. Um, but just, I just love the the team spirit. I've said, I've said this almost every week, but just, I love the team spirit that they're playing with at the moment. I mean, they're they're a, a very unified, the opposite of Canberra. They're a very unified team at the moment, playing for each other, yeah. un- unselfish. Uh, you know, there's there's none of these hero plays. Um, I tell you, what, I did notice that because Ciro had like his first hero moment, and then his potato moment. Yeah. Like the next set. Yeah. And very quickly, the rest of the team were around him and yeah, yeah, up and stroking his hair and yeah, you know, telling him that everything was going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't because he did himself an injury and he's not going to be back till like round 26, unfortunately, like a peck or a shoulder or something like that. Um, I was worried it was going to be like a peck and that was, you know, pretty much ending for the season. But he's, uh, looks like he's going to be back eight weeks, I think, was the, the prognosis. Yeah, okay. Um, you know, good on Luke Lewis for getting himself a consolation try and uh, probably shortening his life by a couple of years. See what, that, that was as, as fucking good as Benji was. Being classic Benzie. Yeah, yeah. Classic Luke Lewis. I mean, I'd like to wind the tape back and see if he was onside for that play because I just don't know how old-ass Luke Lewis could put himself in that position otherwise. Listen listen to this shit. But... You you caught the Sharks in the fucking origin week (laughs) when they're all fucking tired (laughs) and now you're going on about you want to go and check Luke Lewis's offside. I I, I don't want to because we smashed him so easily anyway. You are the fucking uh, Dragons fans of 2016 (laughs) who copped the Cowboys... And then the Sharks, and then Melbourne. Look, all I know is that the, we had there's a, a full strength shark side in front of us, and you know, <laughs> absolutely drilled them. And there was not a fucking thing they could do about it as well. Um, it, the, the Sharks always look dangerous in those hectic moments towards the end of a half where they're just chucking it around, and you just feel like something's going to happen, but uh, didn't happen this time. And uh, they did come back at Manly in a pretty strong, pretty strong way, but. Uh, they held on until until uh, half time and uh, put the field goal on just to give them a bit of breathing space and then it was one way traffic in the second half where they uh, where they took over that fucking pass from um, was it Cherry Evans who fucking spun it out or was it to Matty Wright for that first drive he's yeah. just fucking phenomenal one of the passes of the year um, that sort of pass would have been probably twelve rows back for your Benjis <laughs> your, your vintage Benjis and your Lola Hayes as well. <laughs> but fuck the vision and just the speed of the execution was just tremendous. Um yeah, it's uh, it's a good time good time to be a Manly fan at the moment. Um, this this team hasn't even they're not even fifty percent of what they could be. They're only just getting started. They're just getting warmed up. So you, you you've now picked the black eyed peas as your, your theme song? <laughs> well, so manly, if, manly are the black-eyed peas. If I was one to, uh, if I, I understand the song that you're talking about, but that that would imply that you listen to like the the censored radio versions of songs because that song is actually more the theme song for for the West Tigers because the actual song is "Let's Get Retarded." Yes, no, I, <laughs> I know. And uh, so that's uh <laughs> The let's get part. Yeah. 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 But the sense of radio version of let's get it started. Well, yes. um, no, because I don't think we're going to have a a, a methamphetamine abusing <laughs> bu- abusing uh, front person who pisses themselves on stage. Let's get it. <laughs> Once again, that sounds more that sounds more like a West Tiger yes. thing to do at this, at this stage. Um, but yeah, keep it going, boys. Tremendous. Um, Tor Hayden. 
Well, actually, you got to have your thoughts yet. No, mate, like, no, like I said, right. yeah, again, yeah, um, DC is controlling your team very, very, very well. Beautifully, and I just love, like, and I think we, I think we lead in the competition for tries scored through the middle as well, which is fucking crazy considering you know like the last two years. And the Sharks, mm. yep, really need to now start a look at. And I don't fucking care if it's changed since the beginning of the season. Yep, look at where they're getting pinged, mm-hmm. because just like it did in fucking State of Origin, yep. If what you're doing is getting you penalised every single fucking week, stop doing it. Yep, yep. So, and they, I don't, I don't feel like they got absolutely. They, they didn't get raped too hard in penalties in this game. It was more. No, they they it was didn't. A lot, of, a lot of drop balls. I mean, but it's it's when they give them away to inopportune times. They've got to get you rid know, of the, the thing. The thing with the sharks, they've got to get rid of the slow starts. Yeah. Because when they get themselves into the game, their heads in the game, they're in the game. Like after, I mean, like, you know, it was against the run of play that try to Lewis, but once it happened. They scored. They backed it up fairly, you know, fairly quickly after That's that, it, so. and started to look like all the momentum coming their way. But then once again, they came out. They started a little bit slowly in the second half. Yep. And before they could get themselves into it, it was over. Uh, and then they tried to like you know. It, it's the funny. They look tired. Yeah. It looks like there was something in that side last year that gave them pep, energy, or you know, even in short bursts. Yeah. And this year, for some reason, I don't know. Um, it, it looks like that substance, I guess you'd call it, um, isn't there. So, At Tall Hayden, Sharks plays just weren't sticking. Any reason why Sharks plays wouldn't be as sticky as normal lately? <sighs> I know they, uh, they need some uh, some uh, baklava. Uh, Dean K88. The NRL is long overdue for another Saviors of League Grand Final. Indeed, sir. With uh, Dean Dino being a uh, an East fan, an East first Manly, I'd be happy with that. Lynn Shields, fantastic game by the mighty Manly Seagulls, top four and playing well, and a double to zero two uh, at Cruzy zero six. And with that Manly win, uh, with with that Manly win, the Shire was showered with salted bags of delicious dicks for all to gobble up and enjoy. And uh, he's on hashtag dicks for the Shire. There you go. Those tweets. Going to need more than two years of systematic doping to come close to the mighty Manly Seagulls. Word. Mitch Doyle, 13. The Sharks are so confident after the Premiership win, they're now handicapping themselves against all the other minnows. (laughs) (laughs) That was probably the only Sharks view. (laughs) That's fantastic. And that was it. Eels and the Rabbitohs had a bye this round, and let's be honest, no one missed them. No. Right. May as well bin them. Yeah. Player welfare and all. Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, joining us this week from... Is, are you in Miami this week? Yeah, I'm in Miami, yeah. In Miami, where she's uh, recording a duet with Pitbull. Nat Sinclair, welcome. I wish. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so you're not, okay, so you're not doing the duet with Pitbull. That's a shame. I thought no, that's the only reason people went to Miami. It's a good um, opportunity that I had to unfortunately pass up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you've just come back from Disney World, right? You got yep, a quick today. review for people? It was lovely. It was really good. I highly recommend. Yep. So, and, yeah, uh, if you've got a chance. And if that, and that's seeming like she's slowed down a little bit this week, it's uh, on account of the fact that uh, obviously you're um, you're very sick. I'm deathly ill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deathly ill on holidays. 
Which is just just the just the worst. It's not it's not just uh she she it's the sniffles aren't from uh you know uncontrollable sobbing the game because of Penrith loss on the weekend. That's when it started. That's when the sickness started. I think my body's rejecting the loss after so many wins in a row. <laughs> just refuses to function on a loss. It's like no, I don't agree with this. Well, let's hope this let's hope this week's works out better for you. So what did you make better. of the game? Did you have um, the opportunity to actually awful. watch it or? Yeah, I watched it. I watched the whole thing. Yep. It was at 1 a.m. in New York, and I was so happy because I was like, I just thought our defense was so good, and I was really impressed with it. And then, um, yeah, even at the end, I don't know it became hard to hold it out because they kept getting penalty after penalty, which was our fault. Um, yep. But it just comes to a point where you're like, even the strongest defensive team cannot hold out a team for that long. And yep. and, and I think that's just what happened. We just broke. Um, and then it made me upset at the end when we dropped the ball in the last play because I know we could make something out of nothing. And um, that was really depressing. But I'm a little bit over it, I suppose, and I just hope we bounce back and beat South because if not, that's so sad, hey. Yeah. Yeah, South, South <laughs> are there to be had, so. They're, they're exactly, so fingers crossed we can bounce back. Get, get back on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose I suppose you didn't get a chance to see any other games on the weekend? No, I didn't. I read about them. Oh, it's a shame. You should, you should have watched the Manly game. It was fantastic. Oh, I, I tipped them. I knew that would, I knew that would win. I've been really impressed with them so far this year. So, crushed, crushed the uh, Sharkies. I love um, when sharks lose at home. It's amazing. <laughs> it was fantastic. I mean, to be honest, though, I mean that's that's it's, it's not unusual though either. I mean, they have, they've got a pretty poor record at home this season, mm-hmm, this year especially. Um, yeah. 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 Okay, so we've got a couple of questions this week because we want to. Um, it's late at night there, I believe. So we need to uh, mm. make sure that we uh, do the segment and uh, you get some. Uh, Rest. <laughs> some recovery, some recovery time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Before the next leg of the trip, um, the first yeah. one comes from a new, a newish listener, someone who's been very, he's been very heavy on the tweet since uh, since he started, uh, you know, tweeting us about the show a couple of weeks ago. So I think he's only been on for a little, you know, on, onto the show for a little while. Uh, Parky two four three on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "In honor of this week's NBA draft, which young mm-hmm. prospect would you draft for the Penrith Panthers, excluding Baby Matt, obviously." <laughs> Wait, so who would I draft out or draft in? Draft in for the uh, to my Panthers. Team. Yeah. Mm, I like Kalen Ponga. I'm a Ponga fan. Um, and who else? I don't mind Connor Watson either. Yeah. Um, I think they've got good potential, both of those players. Um, yeah, I think there's a few really good ones running around at the moment, but I think those two have um, – I don't know, you can see something in them that it's just a little bit special. Yeah. Um, the like X Factor. <laughs> yeah. would be one that I would draft – yeah, definitely. It's a manly, no. Oh, yeah. Chance. Is Cohen, does Cohen Hess count as someone young? He's yeah. He'd have to be. I mean, he's not as young as Matt Moylan, but he's still pretty. No, young. no one. <laughs> I think I feel like he is young. I feel like he's just rocked up onto the scene and he's scoring a hundred million tries yeah. every season. So if he, yeah. he counts too, I'd trade him as well. Yeah, he'd be worth getting as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, at Cavernous Hope said, um, mm-hmm. "Doesn't Moylan need to have done something before there is a next Matt Moylan?" Who's the next Matt Moylan? That's that's that, that's an excellent question. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Who, I wasn't aware there was put... one floating around. No, no. I mean, I'd like, like we, know that, them, we know please. that Matt Moylan is the is the 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 next Darren Lockyer, or maybe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, so you, I don't think I don't think anyone's talking about things. a next Matt Moylan, right? No, not yet. But not I know yet. he's done finals as a captain. <laughs> Yeah. That's pretty good. It's better than some people out there. Here's a good one. Play an origin game. <laughs> yeah. 
Giannis underscore Mateus is uh, he, he's he's excellent at doing the typing out the question in Notepad, then doing a screenshot and sending it through to us. And uh, <clears throat> love it. If you, I don't know if you remember the last question that he had. I think it was about mm-hmm. Corey Norman. Uh, this one yes. is closer to home for you. And this one is mm-hmm. uh, Will the Panthers' attack now improve with Tamari Martin no longer penetrating the space uh-huh. his teammates were already committed to? I'm not saying anything on that. <laughs> So that's a big no comment. Not a yes no. Massive no, no comment. Just a no comment. <laughs> uh, final question for the week is uh, true. Uh, I think it's underscore, underscore grits. I tell you, I have these, these underscores in the names. You can know it. I, 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 hate them, I hate them more than I hate the Melbourne Storm. Oh, that's a big call. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, he, he said, uh, with uh, Lewis Brown called up for Manly, you may not have realised this week, but, um, but Ciro got an eight-week injury. Oh, that's unfortunate. He's been good this year. Yeah, so uh, so Lewis Brown is basically <coughs> taking his spot in the starting lineup. So it says, well, Lewis Brown called up for Manly. Is he worth bringing into my super coach team? No. <laughs> no. In um, a word. Not, under, not even if he was 87,000 or whatever that low, you know, the lowest <laughs> bracket. If mm-hmm. he was like 87,000, you just needed a warm body to fill a slot so you could put all your money in on someone like Crichton. No, definitely not. <laughs> Never. No, and I'm assuming Kurt has been pretty good in Supercoach this year because um, he's been fairly good performer. So if you're yep. talking about trading him out for Lewis Brown, don't do it. But, but yeah, under under no under no circumstances. And now, and now that we've and now that we've slammed him, he's going to come out and just be like man of the match and probably score a hat trick or at least you know lay on some tries for people. But um, I somewhat <laughs> think that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I think he's had I think he's he's had one try assist all year, but uh. You know, prorated oh, though because you know he's in limited minutes. <laughs> exactly, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, bless him. But no, no, never. Don't, <laughs> just don't do it. Don't be that guy. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, that's all the questions this week. So um, <laughs> you know, let you get to bed and uh, enjoy Thank the next you. leg in, uh, in Texas, I believe. Yeah, and, and then I'll um, talk to you next week from Vegas. We'll see how that Vegas. goes. Yeah, yeah, we will see how that goes. <laughs> Especially, we might do the morning. We might do the first thing in the morning one for Vegas. Yeah, probably. Hey. I think yeah, the nighttime one's probably not going to be right. <laughs> no, that's not going to be a thing. It's my birthday as well, yeah. so. <laughs> oh, there you go. Fantastic. In Vegas. Oh my. God. In a week, yep. So let's not do night. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> well, we'll talk to you right. on your birthday. Thanks for thanks for your time and uh, get well soon. No worries at all. Thank you. Previews. Okay, this week we kick off Thursday night with the Eels taking on the Bulldogs at ANZ. <clears throat> Look, I am thinking in this game, although they're coming off the bye, the Eels were good in that last game before the bye. Yep. Whether they come off the bye as as well uh, is is the the big uh, the big mystery that yeah. the game will solve. But the Bulldogs just. Man, they're just a hard team to tip at the moment. They are. They and, and I think a lot of the the any negatives around Parramatta. Yep. A lot of those can be put down to the fact that they've got a new half in there, and everyone's yep. getting used to the the mm-hmm. new dynamics. Yep. So I think a week off could have only done them some good. Yeah, I feel I feel that the Moses will. Uh, he's obviously he's always uh, always going to be a liability in defence. However, the Bulldogs are going to be one team that doesn't really. Yeah. 
exploit that. No. And I think that Moses will... It will I predict he'll have his best game for the Eels. This is it. Probably just, more around the kicking side of things. Just on that, though. Yep. The, there are very few halves that are not. You know, oh, you, but I think that he's he's certainly head and shoulders above. No, right, in terms yeah, of, he is. But, you know, the, you know, Andrew Johns was a magnificent defensive half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Tuvi was easily as good, if not better, than Johns. Oh, fucking stop it. Tuvi is one of the greatest fucking defenders of all time. Stop it. Someone has stomped on your head. He's just fucking... He, you know, not one of... He was the greatest defender of all time. Um, but, you know, the, I, th- I think that the, the real key to this coach will be showing that he can cover it. You know, just like Wayne did with Tony Carroll and... and yeah, that's the problem with Bo Scott being out. He's out for the year now? Yep. So he was a, he was a likely, a likely uh, Apparently candidate. Apparently Michael Jennings has the job now. Oh, fuck, they're doomed. <sighs> Yeah, I've changed my tip, actually. <laughs> so, I still nah. don't think the Bulldogs are intelligent enough in attack nah. to exploit it. Parramatta. The, uh, I should say, I should say for, for the years, Cameron King comes back in, and he's had, geez, nearly two years out of first grade. Um, so he's got a big chance now because uh, Pritchard's out for the season, so he's got a chance to make it his own. Yeah. But uh, There's only one Kaiser in rugby league circles, motherfuckers. <laughs> Now, uh, the Titans take on St. George Illawarra up at Hope Solo. The Friday afternoon pub slot. So looking at, Vaughan won't be back. Correct. Out for a month. Has DeBellin been named? No. Uh, yeah, he's back from suspension. Oh, no, he, he will is. Be back yep, from there suspension. he is. Um, <laughs> did, you the, did, did you see him with the... Um, the someone posted on... Uh, I think Ashley posted, posted on uh, our Facebook page with that video where they, were, they had Hindy and... Uh, and uh, Fletch making fun of him. He was on the sideline in a suit doing, you know, for a commentary, yeah. and I got across to him. And I can't remember who fucking who was there with him, but he's basically got his back to them, just ogling cheerleaders doing their thing. And then he turns around afterwards, like with his look on his face, like he'd just seen his his first set of tits or something, and his look of wonder, <laughs> just this childlike wonder on his face. Yeah. <laughs> fucking was funny. Oh, that's great. Um, Look, the, the the Titans weren't convincing last week, even though they, they came away. It was over Wests. Even though they came away with a convincing win. So, so what Titans. we got here is we've got the team that beat Wests against the team that beat Newcastle. Yep. So. Um, Bit of a, kind of like a plate final, like, really. I mean, if we've got the, we've got the Hyper Bowl or the Spoon of Palooza. I think the Dragons have a higher level to get to than the Titans do, just simply through injuries yep. and and irregularity so um, Hope Solo's not not really a fortress of any kind it's pretty open and lets anyone in so um, we're going to go the Dragons Agreed Uh, now where are we the Brisbane Broncos take on the Melbourne Storm Friday Night Football from Suncorp Stadium (sighs) last time these teams met it was um, Melbourne sort of you know went, went down to Brisbane's level Yep. It was funny, but again, just going on on last week's performance, you know, Canberra scored some some pretty easy points in there against Brisbane. Yeah, very. Um, and Melbourne are probably a more potent attacking side this year than uh, than Canberra. What yep. with their speed out wide and, and strength in Goonie, so there's also that a bit that inability of of the Storm to string two. Like they're not going to fucking let easy, you know, anything yeah. happen easily for the Broncos based on the, the absolute reaming they would have got over last week. Plus, and you, they got their four guys back. Yeah, 
bit of conjecture around whether Smith will play or not, but you know, <clears throat> there's a, a few things around there. I've heard that uh, what's the what's the young Smith's name? Who's the the, the understudy for the Smith? Hawking yeah, what's his what's his first name? Is like Brandon or he? I saw something on Twitter today saying that there's whispers that he might have fucking fractured his wrist or something. In which case, Cameron Smith is definitely going to be playing. Yeah, okay. If that's the case, uh, and he's been named, so I, I can't. Whichever Smith they trot out. Yep. So yeah, I think the Storm will get this one done. Yeah, agree. Uh, where are we? Um, the Roosters take on the Sharks on Saturday afternoon in Central Coast. Yeah, the Sharks, I mean, the problem with the Sharks is they've got the Brailies gone. And so they, uh, they've got New Brown playing, like his name to start as the, as the hooker. They know they're not going to have a, a hooker until when's, when some Sigiara is supposed to be back. So I'd heard whispers that he was, you know, this, this week or next week, but. Yeah, I mean, he's not doing that Ducks and Drakes thing in the, yeah. in the 21 or anything, That's so it. he can't be that close. Yeah, um. But not having a, a, you know, a natural hooker to choose from at the moment, it is, it's 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 going to hurt them. But otherwise, that you know they're um they're not too badly off. Look, the the other thing is that you know you got some options there. Do you do you put Bird in six and throw Maloney in nine? Yeah. Whether they have the number on their back or not, but how they play. Yeah. You know, for you know, Maloney's obviously got some idea of how to pass a football. Yeah, sure. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to back the Sharks to come strong here. Yeah, I mean, the Roosters, are, you know, they're obviously buoyed by that. We know the Storm. Um, we'll miss Cordner, especially against a team like the Sharks. I, I feel, yeah, I, I don't I don't see guys like Letters and, uh, and Napa running roughshod over the Sharks yeah. like, uh, like Manly did last week. And much like the Storm game, I feel like there's a certain pride there with guys like Fafita and Gallon that won't, you know, want to allow that to happen again as well. Oh, if there was pride in those people, they wouldn't have taken performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah, that's true. So. Roosted by a billion. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I feel that's the hardest game to pick of the round, to be honest. Uh, the Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Warriors over in Perth. And... Uh, <laughs> the big, the big thing for Manly is Asiro's out, as we knew. Lewis Brown into the starting side, but in the starting side, the Cameron Cullen comes into onto the bench, and it's fantastic to see him. I love what's going on with fucking Jackson Hastings because he's been doing great, but he was out last week, left out last week, um, making way for the return of Lussick, and you know this week a slot's opened up with uh, with Ciro gone and uh, he's still not finding his way to the bench again so I'm not sure if there's something going on there but um, I'm excited to see Cullen Cullen will be the guy there I mean in the absence of Hastings Cullen will be the guy that if anyone's going to deputise or you know relieve Coruscant uh, at hooker at any stage yep. of the game he'll be the guy um, <laughs> I mean Lewis Brown <laughs> a fucking potato <laughs> what the fuck are you doing uh, our <laughs> our second row in this game it's uh, the envy of no one, including reserve grade or super league clubs, with Frank Winterstein and Lewis Brown. But somehow they're going to find a way to, wait, a way to make it work because the rest of the side's fucking uh, in, an incredible batch of skillful geniuses and Manly 13 plus. Yeah, no, I think Manly will get the job done here as well. Isaac Luke injured for the Warriors. Um, 
and but the big one for them is the four and returns. Uh, how many minutes he plays is uh, is the big question because I mean he's made of glass these days. So yeah, true. He might get on the end of one of uh, Tapao's runs and uh, might have not might have enough. But uh, maybe it's a manly revenge game against. See, we talk about the players having a revenge game. It's a manly revenge game against Kieran Four, and everything runs through him. Uh, the Raiders take on the Cowboys. Uh, uh, that if they wanted revenge, they'd just let him win. So he had to do one of those TV interviews with his kids in his arms after the game. <laughs> oh, fucking... I tell you, I mean, it's, it, it, it's not a home game for the Warriors, but it'll feel like home for Kieran Foran because he's, he's removed from his children from so many kilometres. <laughs> May as well be in fucking New Zealand. Oh. Raiders take on the Cowboys. Canberra in Canberra. Does it work better on a side coming down from North Queensland? Probably yes. Yeah. Um, I I don't think Canberra fix fix their issues in a week. Um, and and even though North Queensland weren't at their best attacking form last week, you know the the pass pass fall over the line. Surely they can fucking do that. Yeah. So it's just, it's I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Canberra is such a hard side to tip because everything says that they should be able to win this game. However, they just their season to date gives me absolutely no confidence in tipping them. Yeah, like, like I'm, I, I feel if they if they half turn up, they should win. They got so many points in them. The, the, they have enough individual players who can just run right through a team. Yep, that. You know, if, if Rapana gets his back up or, or BJ really wants to start, they're more than a match yep. for either side of the field yep. that the Cowboys will throw at them. But I, I don't think they're going to actually get up and do it. No, with the uh, the Coltrane on the bench. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it could be Coltrane fucking uh, being the difference in the game. Like, you know, they, they, Canberra lost to Newcastle. And so the last time these guys met, remember, it was the uh, the golden try. That's right. And Thurston went for the kick and you know, yeah. scored that try at the end after Canberra had one pulled back from forward pass. Look, oh, it's, oh, what the, who did I tip? I, I just feel like, I feel drawn to tipping Canberra. But, you know, I just don't feel comfortable with doing it, but I, I think I'm still going to. Uh, we'll see. I may revise this one later on in the week. Knights take on the Tigers. It's a Hyper Bowl. It's Spoonapalooza 2017. At home in Newcastle, as a Spoonapalooza probably should be, because, I mean, they are very at home <laughs> with the Spoon of late. The, you, reckon, you reckon if we campaign hard enough, we could get this one moved to Monday night? <laughs> Just so it feels. <laughs> Just for all time's sake. Uh, Nathan Ross moves to fullback. Gay guy to the centres where he does his, his best work for, yeah. for Queensland, I suppose. Or can do. Uh, Bura is back, but on the inter- on the interchange bench. What are the Tigers doing? Hot Sauce is back, and uh, I think that alone should give the West Tigers a huge boost. Does it, or has he already checked out? I don't think he has. I feel, and like also Woods, I don't feel he's checked out either. I mean, I feel no. like he's the only one doing anything. Wood, Woods, I'll give you. Um, yeah. No, I don't think he's checked out at all. Okay. This is the this is this is the hyper bowl. This is Spoonapalooza. There's no time for fucking half arsing it. Half arsing it got there, him into this game, but it won't win it. 
Like, there is far more skill. Like, just looking at the two teams now, there is yes. so much more skill in that West Tigers team yep. than in the Newcastle Knights team. It's true. That if they don't put 50 on them, you should count it as a loss. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So They're not putting 50 on them. They are no the, fucking The Tigers way. have those games in them. Not in 2017, though, don't Maybe this could or be the 16. resurrection. Yeah, oh, maybe it could be. It's pretty fucking late. All the fucking nights could just romp them. Yeah. <laughs> so, fuck, flip a coin. Man, I'm, nah, I'm, t- I'm, I'm tipping that. the Tigers, but you know what? If they were to lose this game, I wouldn't surprise me in the least, and I wouldn't even be mad. Look. Let's be like, well, at, of course at the risk of At the risk of uh, you know causing the ire of Tigers fans everywhere, mm-hmm. Oh, we fucking riding Newcastle fairly heavily in this match. You won't tip them though, right? No, but you're fucking no. riding home. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably yeah. a bit the same. The uh, Panthers take on the Rabbitohs at ANZ Sunday afternoon, 4 p.m. Yes, well... This is must-win for Penrith. I mean, it goes without saying. Fucking every game is must-win for us. Last week was must-win. We didn't fucking win it. Um, yeah, look, I... I hope the boys are smarting and, and I hope they come out and, and get back to, to the trajectory they were on before um, Souths are doing nothing to impress me uh, and and they have Robbie Farrow in their side and I fucking see your Robbie Farrow and raise you a former fucking urban samurai and uh, Penrith 13 plus if Penrith are serious, they really do need to have a game where it's not a last-second comeback and it's yeah. like a statement game, whatever. Yep. Um, the rabbits aren't going very, very well. I mean, they're a they're a side that you know it's, it's possible to do that against. Um, you know, Sam Burgess comes back, obviously strengthens them for sure. Uh, you know, Crichton is amazing, playing for a contract at Manly. Hopefully, one day. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that'll make him play awesome. <sighs> I'm I'm tipping Penrith. Penrith are the better side, but uh, yeah, Pe- are they going to play like it? Penrith should win. Yeah, they sh- they should win. Not saying they're going to, but uh, I will certainly be tipping them. Yes. That is full time for episode 261. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, you can always chat with us on Twitter at TWI League. We're also on facebook.com forward slash this week in league. And uh, thank you, everyone who likes and shares the posts and comments on them. Thank you very much. Um, iTunes, no new reviews this week in the Australian store. However, we did have one. Um, I was notified of one uh, in the UK one. And yeah. So. Uh, from Wire Wits, five stars, best NRL podcast. If you love rugby league, and why wouldn't you? It's the best sport in the world. And live in the UK, the NRL can seem like a mythical, magical place. So it's good to have Nate and Jay to pull back the curtain and show us what's what. Get a heads up on the players that are fading, morally corrupt, or just playing garbage to see which NRL star, in quotes, your Super League club will be unveiling for next season. Pick up top NRL coaching tips for your kids under 17, like threatening players with scissors, and learn more about the irresistible force that is Tigers in decline. This show always has me flashing my crooked smile to the other unwashed folks on my Thursday commute. Do your ears a favour and get onto this podcast. It contains swearing. Lots of swearing. Thank you, sir. That's um, great. 
Supercoach standings as of this week are NZ underscore Magpie 54, Lucky Punks, Dingbats, The Wendells, Ebenezer Rascals, Lamb of God, Grey Ghosts, Junior Mints, Reach Around Robbo Returns, and Seaweed Steelers, and the tipping. Lynn is back on top with uh, six of seven last week's good result. Uh, am I winning? Uh, we got Kylie one point back. Terry G tied for second. Then uh, one point back we have uh, TBI Dragons and Matthew Brella. Uh, go back another point to Heavy underscore Nova and Macca. And then back one more to Fabs, One-Eyed Tiger and JB rounding out the 10. And uh, I improved again in the mid-30s now. Charging. Ooh. Three three points out of the top ten. You so are, uh, you are the Moylan of footy tipping. I'm the, I'm the, the the resurrected sea eagles of tipping. Lovely at the moment. And uh, Mario Siegs uh, sent us a tip. I didn't look at the full standings after this tweet. Actually, I should have. But uh, he said, uh, "I don't know who Hammerhead Thrust Eagle is, but the poor bastard only got two of seven in tipping from the top ten to slumming it near me." So I'm not sure what near me means. It's probably like in the twenties or something. But um, that's um, unfortunate. Still the fucking greatest tipping name. It still is, and <laughs> still and still the, the greatest mystery as well because he uh, unexplained. He, he hasn't he hasn't got in touch at all to reveal himself. Uh, you know whether he's on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. But uh, look, I'm, I'm you know if if I can't win it, I'm hoping it's him. Fuck, nice. All in. Murray has been quiet lately. He has for a man that fucking eats baked dinners at ten in the morning. Well, explains it, doesn't it? <laughs> when does he, how does he get off the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, Mario? <laughs> Mate, if you're eating, if you're eating gravy before six pm, <laughs> you brought it on yourself. Yeah, but, yeah. Look, that's it. That's all we've got time for. So, um, good to see that the uh, the memberships are uh, will be getting themselves out very soon and. Uh, I can't wait to fucking see how it's all uh, all turned out. And uh, fuck yeah! So if you see a green this weekend, lead hoodie in the next two weeks, it's either one of us. Yeah, well, if you see one this weekend, it'll be one of us probably. So please break. <laughs> <laughs> please uh, re- rethink the uh, projectile <laughs> that you're going to throw. <laughs> Show some mercy. See you next week. See ya. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.